Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how's it gonna be, kid? I'm a star. Bra, bra, bra! Coming down for ya. Damn it. Mandy, you're getting off the 73. I'm not a doing normal pet. I'm the animal. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another 42 Level 1. I am one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy. This is episode 298, and here with me, as always, the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andy Rocker. How do, how do, folks? You know, I thought it was funny, like, before we started, that, like, when we were talking, I can't remember, we've got so many, like, rooms, we've got a chat room for... Um, multiplayer games we've got the chat for 42 news and then we got a, 40, a 42 next level which was just nonsense chat or like mm. random non-news stories and it is true that like when Fraser was like how long is the show going for again and it used to be so by the book like half nine to half ten to ha- was it like half eleven twelve we finished every night bang on and it seems like as we've whittled down the hosts from was there like six of us at the start um, me, four me. And we went up to five after Refrigo joined, so five. Five. So there was five hosts at one point, hmm. and we could only squeeze out. We, how how did we ever manage like to do just two hours with like five of us? You uh, know, I think that what it is is those guys just didn't have anything interesting to say. <laughs> and they just dropped off, <laughs> and, and we just got we just got fed up of their bullshit. We're like, yeah, after two hours, like, nah, that's it, done. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Fraser was different, but Fraser yeah, ended up yeah. by then just getting too drunk to be coherent. <laughs> um, but like, no, me, like when I was saying that, Alice Fraser was like, Jesus, me and Andy do sometimes talk for three hours and we don't notice it go past and there only is two of us now. But I think the show has been refined down to like a fine-aged whiskey now where I think we've we've got it about, we don't need more hosts. Like, see, at first I was like, shit, after I changed the, the sort of format to the way we're doing it now, like it works well, so... Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, listeners. Plenty to say on everything. <laughs> well, this is well, depending on what the news is, because sometimes, like, I'm not even joking. This, is, if, obviously, we don't do a video podcast. We should do one day. We've always said we would, but like, um, sitting in this chair and some of the news, like, and you're waiting for a reply, and I, I'm like, I can't even be bothered leaning forward to the microphone to say, no, I don't have anything to say because the, the some of the news stories is just so boring to me. But you tell the you can obviously know the ones that I'm waiting on because then I've got like ten minutes worth of stuff to say. It's so funny. I can't believe we're nearly three hundred episodes in, man. Yeah, <laughs> I can. <laughs> you can. Oh, yeah, you can, getting I can tired see, of it? I can. No, no, not at all. I, like I can see them. Like when I when I go and like do uploads on them. Oh yeah, <laughs> true. You're still working your way through them. Yeah, I see this huge. I didn't. Uh, I done like five up today. Oh. Um, but I see this huge list of them. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> That's impressive. What what are we up to in the the iTunes feed? Uh, two sixty three. 
It's not terrible. It's not terrible. I remember my brother started listening to them, remember, and then he caught up, and I'm like, eh, yeah, I'll get back to you. <laughs> like, we'll update them soon. But it's, yeah, it's just a hassle up, uploading them in that fucking archive.org and then copy paste and deleting the s <laughs> it just takes it just takes a bit of time like to do them and i haven't had a lot of time recently but like i'm off this week so i'm doing a few whilst i'm whilst i'm off so i've done like five today so i'm a bit so this will probably yeah. this will probably be mostly the andy show of watched and played stuff because he's often free whereas like i have a demon child and wife back at work so <laughs> i'm pretty tired i'm even tired today and i wasn't even bothered today like today like going to work i just felt ah oh, getting in work believe it or not <laughs> but like Obviously, I miss her. Like, I come home and I miss them even. But she was challenging and, like, Tasha got home the other night at, like, eight. And the baby on the monitor was, like, kicking against the cot. Like, thump, 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 going, ah, wah, 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 making this noise. And Tasha, like, what, what, what was, what's wrong with her? I goes, nothing. This is what it's been all day. The minute Tasha gets in, she sits up, she drinks her milk that she refused from me and then goes to sleep. And I'm like... <laughs> Aha. But then again, she's she's just a wee wee bubba, and like you've been with your mum since January, and then all of a sudden your mum's not there, and it's like, what's going on? So, I like my dad enough, but not enough not to see my mum. So, <laughs> yeah, um, she's she starts us swimming lessons. So. Oh, the fucking hell, man! Um, I remember mm. the the first night Ashley went out and left me with Bethany, like myself. Mm. Um, she just cried for five hours straight. Jeez. And there was nothing wrong with her at all. Yep. Just stopped. Like, <laughs> just crying, like, for no reason. And, like, like changed her bottle, burps, all, all that shit. Like, put her in the pram, rocked her, like, just five hours of solid crying. <laughs> and just, like, having to listen to that when, like... I mean, after a while, you kind of work out there's nothing wrong with her. But, like... Yeah. It just is... It's unbelievably frustrating, like, that you can't do anything about it. Oh, yeah. Well, Lexi's at the age just now where... She knows how to act up, and she knows when she's doing stuff that she shouldn't. She, the one thing that she's that's good about this age, though, is she's learning what to do and what not to do. Um, so, like the cats, like you know how the ultimate warrior used to grab the ropes and shake them, like in the wrestling. Well, she did that to Bond one day, and I thought that cat's mm-hmm. going to eat that child. Mm-hmm. But now she will like gently like pat them in the head, and it's just dead cute. Like Bond's dead detective. See if you even I move too fast near Lexi. Um, Bond will scoot in front of me. Obviously, he's going to do nothing because he realises it's me, but that cat's got an instinct. And, like, he's a big cat now, man. Like, he's mm. bigger than probably last time you were down. Like, he's going to be huge. And, um, like, I would take that cat to go for me. Like, I think he would, like, take an eye out at least if he went mental. So, yeah, don't go near my baby. If, if, but In fact, don't go near my baby anyway. But, like, you know what I mean? That cat will eat you. Um uh, Anyway, so yeah, let's just uh, start the show after that wee bit of baseball. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, sorry, listeners, for this dead air, but. Um, <laughs> what did you do? Uh, I'm texting back for us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's been so secretive. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's do level up. <laughs> no, not level up. No. <laughs> See, this is this is why this is why you get in this stuff. I'll yeah. take myself. <laughs> uh, two seconds. 
I well, can't, can't do two things at once. Just yeah, now, like, how can you not text and talk at, and the, talk same at the same time? I just can't. So, um, yeah, anyway, uh, so let's just start with Big Screen, Way Screen. This is the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies we have watched this week. So, whose turn is it to go? Yours, mine, mine, yours, yours, mine. I think it's, I think it's mine. Yours. Okay, we'll go with Andy, right? So, be prepared, listeners, for an hour of Walking Dead because Andy will have analysed it to bits. No, I mean, like, <laughs> uh, there's no point analysing. There's nothing to analyse. Like the show's. Why do you still nothing. watch it, man? Like, why do people still watch this show? Like, I know a lot of folk have dropped. Like, I stopped at season three, and I think mm. I'm glad by your weekly chat about it. Like, it's all right. You've never once since about season five said anything great has happened. Like, any time they've done something great, it's almost been like a psych out. Like, ah, nah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, what do you think yeah. went wrong with the show? Let's get into The Walking Dead a wee bit more. What What do you think went wrong with it? I don't know why I'm suddenly interested in it, but I was looking <laughs> at The Walking Dead, going, "Do I get back into this? Don't I?" I think it's because I was reading some comics this week, and um, The Walking Dead's obviously still my Kindle, and I'm like, hmm. "Do I? Do I? Do I?" Because I really do like the comics, but like, where did it go wrong? What went wrong? Did the stories um, dry up? Or? Pretty much, yeah. I think they deviated way, way too much from the comic books, and they've tried to pull away so much from the zombies that like the zombies are just like a routine thing now and I get that's obviously the direction they're trying to go with the show because they're trying to make it more of like a rebuilding type thing like at the moment it's true but there's only so much <laughs> so much you can do with just really normal boring z- doing that yeah there's only so much you can do with normal zombies if you know what I mean right I know they've got the human element like Negan and the governor mm-hmm. in season 4 and stuff like that but I mean um, the without going like the Resident Evil route of like mutated zombies or like giant mutant monsters like but that's not what's going to happen with The Walking Dead because it wasn't that sort of thing the virus just brought back the dead that's it Mm. they can only get so exciting do you know what I mean like that's the problem with them if you're not going to introduce other sort of are zombies supernatural like are they are the futurists Um, fantasy they're kind of fantasy sci-fi type thing but yeah I mean I think that they missed like good kind of plot point that they could have left in like when they were way back at the CDC like back in like that was my favourite bit yeah, yeah they were trying to find out what was going on and then yep. nothing but there's nothing like that at all going on and like okay there's maybe like one or two mysterious things happening where we don't know these specific characters being in contact with other people like they seem to there's one character that seems to be in contact with somebody that's got a helicopter still kicking about so I don't know if that's like a government thing because like I think it would be interesting if there was still an element of government kicking about, but I, I don't know. I think that they've done a few weird things as well because they brought in that guy from like Black Sails the other week. And I was like, oh, what this one? guy, like uh, Sandy was, Cook. Uh, yeah, Sandy Cook. Yeah. What, what was his name in that again? I forget. But that, that guy with the long hair and that that was in Shield as well. And I'm like, oh, great, he's like a kind of featured actor. Like he's going to be part of the like part of the cast now. And they just killed him off after two episodes. And he was a really shit character as well. Like, they killed him. Bother with that. Like yeah, that, he's a great actor. McGowan, yeah, Charles McGowan. What's his name? Something McGowan. Uh, uh, Charles Vane. He was in the show. Mm-hmm. Charles Vane. But um, I don't know the actor's name. But like, yeah, he's a great actor. And they gave him a really shit kind of like, two bit, like not a villain, but like just a guy that was a dick for two episodes, and then they, they killed him off. <laughs> like, okay, they made him a zombie, and then he's just away. Like, okay. But yeah, there's definitely some things where they, I think they should have went back to and looked at like that CDC and stuff like that. And they don't seem to be trying to like work out how to stop the epidemic. They're just like, oh, this is the world we live in now. We just like, let's just make it work. 
and like you would think that somebody would be somewhere trying to come up with like a vaccine even if it was in the background well that would be an interesting plot thread to to like come circle back to every so often but it just doesn't um but i think they're they're basically like preparing for uh, rick to die off or to be written out of the show anyway so that's that's what they've been talking about on uh online for the the last wee while like and i think next week is rick's last episode yeah he's obviously bored with the show <laughs> yeah i think that's what it is like he's just fed up and uh they, they did like last week's episode and this week's episode were almost exactly the same except because at the beginning of the episode it's just like rick wakes up and he goes out and he walks around in the camp for like a good 10 minutes and he, then he talks to somebody and that was like the opening 10 minutes of the episode and this week they did the same but with michonne where she gets up and walks around the camp for like a good 10 minutes and talks to somebody you know what I don't need to see this. It's the fucking same thing. Like, there's no need for that. But yeah, so yeah, it's boring. Don't. I don't need to go any, any more about that. Um. Other. Otherwise, I did watch a couple other things. I finished watching Jessica Jones season two. Yay! Yay for yay for that show which, and everything it's involved with. Which you said you didn't like that, but I I really liked no, a lot of it. You mean um X Men two. X-Men 2? What do you mean X-Men 2? Well, it's basically her finding about her past and, it, and see when she found out about it, it was so fucking boring. It was like, really? Like, I was kind of hoping for a wee bit more in-depth stuff rather than this. Like, cool. So, so I, I really, really liked the show up until the point where, like, and spoilers for, like, halfway through the season, it's been out for a while now, um, she meets her mum in the, in the show. So I really liked it up until that point where her mum came into it. And then after that, from that episode, which I think was like episode six or seven or something like that, um, up until maybe the second last episode, I didn't enjoy it because they basically had her like sort of go up against her mum and then buddy up with her mum and like have to just deal with what her mum was doing, which like was totally different from what had happened in the first half of it, which was all like her doing like PI shit, like her normal like, job type stuff, and which was great. I loved it. And then the last couple of episodes, like, kind of wrapped up the story with her mum and then put her back onto that. So I enjoyed them. Uh, and I liked the way they, they did the storylines with uh, the, the side characters as well. So, like, Trish got a really good storyline. Re- I really dug her storyline, actually. And she's now kind of set up to be, like, Hellcat, essentially, um, in the next season, hopefully, if they do a next season. Yeah, but Hellcat's not the most interesting character. Yeah, well, I always thought. I think cool. Jessica Jones will get another season. Personally, I think Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Punisher safe. Yeah, I think so too. And I think like I've really enjoyed the season overall, apart from her mum. Like, I thought everything about her mum was just shit. Like the actress that was playing her was bad, and like all the plot lines and yeah, like everything about her was just shit. Like <clears> I felt it really dragged the the season down. But like apart from that, everything was great, which was a kind of annoying thing because they could have had a much better story. But I still think I prefer it to season one. Cool. Each to their own. Each yeah. to their own. And uh, the, the other thing that I watched was... Uh, I've been watching Daredevil, season three. Yeah, I've only seen a couple episodes of that, but so far I'm loving it. Like Mostly because of Kingpin, such a great character. Mm-hmm. So I'm up to episode ten now. Wow. So I just finished it nearly. In the, in the last couple of days, really. Um... And yeah, like I really didn't like the first three episodes at all, to be honest. <laughs> I really hated. Them. I liked. I liked him in jail. I, I liked like see the minute that, you know how it kind of started and it was. Like, you seen this fancy dinner being prepared? Mm. Straight away, I said to Tasha, "That's Kingpin in jail, guaranteed." 
<laughs> and it, it zoomed out it was like I, I didn't mind that um, and I didn't uh, like the Kingpin stuff was totally fine and the stuff that was going on with Foggy was fine um, same with uh, even Karen was okay like even though she's kind of annoying um, but it was Matt very annoying like Foggy looks like he's lost too much weight as well well I mean he got his hair cut like uh, do you know I keep forgetting that guy was in the Mighty Ducks Alright. <laughs> was he the he was the tall guy in the Mighty Ducks? One of the he was the big sort of enforcer, the slap yeah. Shot guy, yeah. One of the Bash Brothers, yeah. Uh, the slap shot guy. And, was... and this show, he looks kind of short. Like he stopped growing when he was at fifteen. He was maybe the tallest of all those kids, but like, and <laughs> this, then this, he's like a short guy. He looks really baby faced. Like he looks like he couldn't grow a beard if he tried. But yeah. Um, uh, speaking of uh, of Karen, uh, one one of our friends posted uh, a poll on Twitter that I wanted to mention here. I don't know if you saw this, Ali, but uh, this poll was oh, fucking... Oh, this, poll, this poll was really funny. Um, Can we talk about it during poll position? Uh, no, because it's a Daredevil poll. It's about Daredevil. There's no, rules for, there's no rules for poll position. It comes in the middle. Uh, I didn't specify saying it only had to be about games. <laughs> This isn't our poll, this is someone else's poll. Whose poll was it? I'll tell you if we can use it. Uh, it's our friend G's poll. G Tom, yes, we can use his poll. It's going in poll position. Okay, right, well, we'll talk about that. I'll talk about that in the other. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, I, 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 I didn't mind Karen up until um, Matt came back, essentially. But, like, Matt was fucking annoying as shit for the first, like, two or three episodes because he, like, he was. He's back alive, shock horror, after being crushed by a building in Defenders. Which, I didn't like their explanation of that either. So it's like, oh, somehow he ended up getting flushed out through a sewage pipe. Yeah, I didn't like, like that. <laughs> sort of like, that felt like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't buy that. And then he didn't tell, like, his pals that he's alive yes. for no no reason whatsoever. So because what an absolute dick. Like, what a dick they, move, like. They were like, Team Daredevil. Like up to that, they were helping them during like when they were fighting. Was it the hand that were fighting? Yeah, and like the at the end of season two, and then and yeah. then defenders as well. Defenders, yeah. They, yeah. They both, like Foggy and uh, Karen were both in it. Okay, Foggy wasn't in it as much, I think, but Karen was definitely like, in amongst it, not fighting people, but she was involved. There's in no, I, I wouldn't mind it if there was a valid plot reason for it, but there's yeah. not, there wasn't. <laughs> there's not. It's just like oh, he's come back and he's healing, and then he's like. Okay, once he's healed and he's able to like go up and move about, then he just like starts getting back to like doing daredevil shit and like training and stuff. And he like he's out in the world and just ignores them. Like he's even at like the same place as Karen at one point and just fucking walks straight past her basically. And he knows she's there, so he's just patching her like like what the fuck. And I mean, if he'd come out and said, "Oh, I'm trying to stay dead to like protect these people," but he never fucking says that. Like it's, he never goes into that. Like, uh, that really annoys me. Also, his disguise. Like, uh, what did you think of his disguise? Oh, the the old school one. <laughs> no, no, not the old school one. Like when he's just like going about and doing stuff, uh, like in in the world, like because he's not wearing a suit anymore. Like he's wearing like an anorak and like a a scruffy baseball hat. Yeah, it's not a disguise. <laughs> he looks like a pedophile. <laughs> 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 like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, and and like because at one point like he goes into the like a fancy hotel, dressed like this, and I'm like this is a really bad disguise to go into like a place like this because if anybody sees you there, they're just gonna chuck you out because you don't belong there very clearly. Like what the fuck is this this homeless looking man doing here? Get out! 
yeah, uh, I think after that, like, it starts to pick up, and uh, once they start introducing, like, there's, like, a new character they bring into it, and that, and he's really interesting. Um, I think they could have gone deeper with him, to be honest, than what they've gone so far. I don't know if they will um, in the last couple of episodes, but he's been really cool to see, um, and I would like to see a lot more of him just in the, the kind of finale of it. But, but yeah, once, uh, once it got going, I've enjoyed it. But it does feel like he's fucking starting again. Because he's, like, he's not got the suit. sits away. That's what I was saying last week. It was almost like you could jump in in season three. It's almost like yeah. a, a reboot. It's almost like, remember when Ghost Rider 2 happened and it was like a reboot and it kind of referenced the first film but then moved away from it as a, as a brand story. Like, yeah. what was the second one called? It wasn't as good. Um, Spirit of Vengeance, yeah. Yeah. And, like, it was almost its own thing. This kind of feels like that, but obviously it's not like Ghost Rider. It's a lot better than Ghost Rider, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's way better than Ghost Rider. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I've necessarily in- enjoyed it yet as much as I did Season 2, because like, Season 2 had the Punisher and all that in it, and I thought that was really good. But yeah, I'll probably finish it for next week, I imagine. Um, are you planning on watching some more this week? Yeah, I'll definitely try and watch some more this week. I'm not off till Sunday-Monday, but an 11 to 4 and f- kind of hoping that I can get some in on Friday. Nice. So yeah, I didn't, didn't really watch anything else. Cool. So I watched a few things. Um, started watching. Have you ever seen True Detective, Andy? No, that's is that the one with what, Matthew McConaughey in it and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we were just looking for shows that obviously I, I, we'd run out of stuff to watch, and I wasn't out there ever watching the mood this week. And I was like, right, right, top TV shows: Sopranos, seen it; Lost, seen it; Prison Break, blah blah blah. Seen. Seen most of them. Hmm. Uh, Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad. Still to finish Better Call Saul, shit. Um, you should have finished watching that. <laughs> yeah, I should have finished watching that. I'll need to go on that as well. Um, so, True Detective comes up, and this is season three is coming next year. And, like, I think as far as I know, season two is not linked to season one, and it's got, like, Idris Elba and Vince Vaughn in it. Um, and season three's got a couple of other different actors. I'm not sure they are, but this one, it's. Um, it's very slow. We're on like episode three. We haven't seen it yet. We just started it. And went. Oh, I can't be bothered because each episode is like over an hour or an hour. One of those shows, um, and basically Matthew McConaughey's kind of this detective, kind of manly man, sort of stereotypical detective. And Woody Harrelson's this sort of no. Woody Harrelson's the manly man. Matthew McConaughey's kind of the weirdo, like. Uh, sort of like his new partner and he doesn't really want to work with him and um, they come across this like ritual killing like um, this woman's been kind of it's like a satanic killing almost she's got like um, she's been like tied to a tree and she's got like antlers on and like carving or tattoos or something's been put on her I can't remember like I don't know if it's tattoos or she was like cut with a knife or something and um they're trying to investigate what happened and like it's very slow paced and I've heard so many good things about it and asked like uh, one of the folk guys that were working they're like oh no you need to you need to watch the whole thing it's amazing and I'm like yeah there's going to be a reason why this is like mm. one of the top TV shows and um, basically the way it's played out is there's um, a couple of younger detectives interviewing both of them in like the present day so like they've like kind of reopened the case you don't really know why like so far why they've reopened it or why they're questioning the two detectives and like Matthew McConaughey in the I think it's is it the 80s or the 90s like I don't know what time period it is but it's like 
basically they're getting interviewed present day and Woody Harrelson looks a bit fatter and older and Matthew McConaughey's got a bit more weight to him and long hair and he's sitting smoking and like he's asking for a drink and stuff but then if you go back he's kind of this methodical sort of I don't know the best way to put it like weird genius if you know what I mean and like Woody Harrelson goes around to his house and it's just like a mattress in the corner and there's all these like books about like weird cases and stuff um, and he, he, he ends up telling them that he, he invites him round for like dinner with his family because you know it's one of those detectives because they're partners the wife's always want to meet them and he goes round and he's drunk and he doesn't like social events and stuff and it turns out that he worked on narcotics undercover for four years and he got addicted to something so he has constant flashbacks of these drugs and like he's seen like there's a, there's a scene where he's driving and like it's going kind of like that work way if you imagine Grand Theft Auto when you're drunk you know that way it kind of plays the screen kind of woozy kind of like that and um, it, it's kind of pointing you towards like thinking that Matthew McConaughey's actually the one doing these killings and it's like I don't know because like part of me just thinks he's just this sort of like genius that Woody Housen keeps making excuses for like oh please excuse my partner he's just cookie like that like and then with are speaking to somebody you know like kind of Sherlocky almost you know where he'll go away and walk and think about stuff and he'll find clues that, like, they were questioning this guy that was basically catatonic, but he wasn't, like, in a coma. He's just kind of, you know, that, uh, uh, like, ding, ding, like, ding, ding, man from Breaking Bad. And he goes in the guy's woodshed and there's one of these, like, sort of satanic sort of voodoo dolls in there and that opens up more of the case. Um, Then they find, like, graffiti on the wall and it was, like, of it and stuff. And none of the other detectives, like... Matthew McConaughey obviously because he's a weirdo and something's telling me that the twist's going to be that it was actually Woody Harrelson's character because he's so normal and you wouldn't expect it to be him you know that way but I mm. don't really know what direction the TV show's going to take like I said it is a slow burner I think there's only like 8 episodes or 10 maybe at a push so it's not like a 25 episode you know like Lost or Prison Break it used to be or something like that it's just hour long each and I'm going to plod my way through it um, at least the first season because there's something about it that's good um, it's not like a, oh my god I need to see next week's by any chance apart from at the end of season 2 at the end of episode 2 where um, they show him the photos because he says why are you asking us all this and there's a photo of a woman strung over a bridge with like the antlers and stuff but then Matthew McConaughey says something weird like they said why are you not being cooperative he goes I'm being cooperative you're just not asking the right questions you know, and then it ends, and I'm like, what? Like, and the, the two partners fell out at some point over something, and I'm not sure what it is, but, like, the fact that Matthew McConaughey looks healthy now and stuff, and, like, he's got this, like, big long hair, and he's just like, you can't smoke in here, and he's like, oh, screw that, and start smoking, and he's like, uh, it's 11 o'clock, because he's kind of retired while, while he's been interviewed, and he's asking for beer, or he's quit, or something, um, and Woody Harrison's obviously made his way up to like detective or he works in the offices now and stuff and he's like kind of dismissive to it all like why are you asking this why are you asking this and he keeps saying oh no he's a good guy like um, Matthew McConaughey's a good guy where you would imagine him like if they fell out it was because he was a big weirdo so I think that Matthew McConaughey found out it was Woody Harrison and just quit you know or like Matthew McConaughey I don't know like it's one of those but you know you try and figure out each episode but you just know that you're not going to be able to and to me it seems like it's going to go that way where Woody Harrelson was involved or knew about it or something but um, just as you think Woody Harrelson uh, is the big badass Matthew McConaughey they go to like this sort of 
barn and there's these two guys they're trying to ask for this like secret I don't know if it's a secret brothel or it's like one of those like in the middle of the woods nowhere like dodgy ones and he's like where is it and they're not talking no idea mister no idea and he goes in the car and takes off his jacket and he goes back in and he goes I don't think I made my questions clear and like takes the toolbox and whacks it off the guy's face and it goes back to like Woody Harrelson in the car and all you hear is whack 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 and then Matthew McConaughey comes back to the car and rolls back down his sleeves and then tells him the exact directions like calm as fuck like where this place is and I'm like oofed so it's quite an interesting show and it's definitely one that I've always kind of fancied, um, but it's it's not as wow as I thought it would be, like instantly gripping. But it's an, it's enough to make me want to go back to it. Definitely, definitely make me want to go back to it. Um, I definitely think that they reckon that one of them was involved, but they're asking them for more information, like about the case. When he's like, "It's a closed case. We couldn't find." Oh, they thought they found the killer, and it's like, um, but then. I don't know if it's a copycat or like they never got the real killer. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how it's going to play out, but um, I don't know if you would like this. I'm not sure if this is a show that you would like. It doesn't sound like something I would like from what you're no. talking about there. No, no. And I don't like Matthew McConaughey at all. All right, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> so, that reminds me of Always Sunny. Like, <laughs> so, I watched some Always Sunny actually. Um, I'm just sticking it on here and there, but like obviously Lexi's up in the afternoon, I can't really focus on anything if she's not paying attention to the telly, but I can usually fit in a 20 minute episode before she starts going, ah, ah, and that means I want my telly back on, dickhead, um, mm-hmm. and I have to put on Teletubbies she's got into recently, I've watched quite a bit of Teletubbies, they've got a new season, oh series, um, a it's new not, series. yeah, well, like, you know how they had them when, like, well, I was a bit too old for it, I never watched them when I was younger, I was maybe... Premise six, seven, or secondary, but my wee cousins definitely watched it. Um, so there's this like newish season. I don't know if it was last year or this year, but they made like 365 episodes, and they're not doing any more. They said that there's a one year market for their show, and after that, if the kids young enough to watch it, they'll watch them all again. And once they realise what it is, they don't need more than one a year, or something like that. Like the director was really weird. But I don't know why I'm looking up the Teletubbies director, but like <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where she's watching it. I'm googling Teletubbies. Um, but like uh, they've got these new things, right? Uh, I don't know why I'm talking about fucking Teletubbies in this show. Um, and they're caught, right? I thought they were meant to be the babies, right? And they are kind of. But then they've got this new bit in the wee house. They live in these green hills. I don't know if you've ever seen the Teletubbies, it's like green grassy uh, yeah, yeah, cave yeah. things, like Hobbit, to, almost like the yep. Hobbit holes. Yep. And um, the son's a baby for some reason. Um, how, how have they made a baby? That, that no, the, the son's a baby. The son in the show is a baby that laughs. Son? Yeah, oh, it, oh, right, it laughs. Okay, sorry, right. I thought you meant like the yeah. son as in like SON. No, you mean, well, like, here, here's, here's, here's the next thing. There are, there are baby tubbies, though. They're what called the tiddly fuck? tubbies. No, and no, it's, that's not and right. Oh, there's man. like four or five or maybe six new ones, right? And they live in the, the tiddly... Is it the tiddly? God, I don't know why I'm asking you. They live in this wee bit at the back of their house, right? And do you know why it's crap? Is because... The Teletubbies was always kind of Sesame Street-ish where they had the, the stupid Teletubbies running about and then someone plays in one of their tummy and it's like real life kids like Sesame Street does. But then when they go back in at the end of every episode now, they, they, they've got these Teletubbies and they always want to play with them and they're CGI and it's the worst CGI I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. But Lexi loves it. like And she's like, ah, and clapping at these wee baby things. So like, 
um, it's such a weird contrast with like obviously the Teletubbies for those folk that don't know it's like giant like mascot suits of these I don't know if they're aliens or what they are but they've got stomachs that play YouTube videos and I sound like a total dad describing <laughs> this but that's what it looks like because one of the, it actually looks like the YouTube button um, so they push their app on their stomach and like <laughs> but like these tiddly tubbies are these new things so she loves it and I went to Argos the other day and bought her one and it like crawls and speaks and I wish I hadn't because it's such an annoying spot like um, yeah I was watching Teletubbies but anyway we're, uh, that's not what I meant to talk about um, oh Sonny sorry always <laughs> your brain turns to mush man like honestly um, so I was watching just, just on that you should uh, you should Try it on Weibo. Have you seen that? No, watch that on Amazon or Netflix or Showbox. I, I don't. I don't know. Like we used to watch on on CBBS or whatever it was. Um, mm. But it's kind of like the Teletubbies if they were smaller and actual okay CG. Um, right. And there's like well, Teletubbies aren't CG. No, no, no. I know, but like when you're talking about those like baby Teletubbies, Tiddly Tiddly Tubbies, Tiddly Tubbies. <laughs> Wait, you see this thing? It's I'll send you the video. It's horrific. Yeah, but, but yeah. Anyway, moving on from that. Try Weibo. Um. So yeah, I um. What was I watching? Uh, Always sunny, and it was. <laughs> I'm just watching like an episode here and there, and it's like the, it was the one where they're looking around, going, "The bar's not been this busy." It's season one, and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "How old are you?" And the girl goes, "Ah, uh, twenty-one." And they realise that it's underagers, but then they start like letting underagers in. They just water down, <laughs> water down the drinks, <laughs> and like I haven't seen this episode in years, and I'm like watching it going. That's totally something. It's like, it's definitely not. I know they do a lot of things that isn't allowed, but it's like, what? We'll water down the drinks and four <laughs> drink minimum, and they start letting all these underages in, mm. and it's like, oh my god. And um, I just, I just love the show. I don't, I don't know why I decided to go back to the start. I was, I was kind of hoping, think Tasha wanted to watch mm. it, but she just, I don't know if it's because she'll maybe like, like I said, once Danny DeVito comes into, I can't remember what season he comes in. He um, comes in, and I'm sure it's like, season two, but he doesn't really two or three. He doesn't do I mean, anything. I'm sure it's two, but he's not good in it until about season four. Like, yeah. Because he's too... He, he doesn't go off the rails. Like, once he yeah. goes off the rails, then, then it's good. But that see that episode you're talking about? That's the one with uh, where they end up going to the prom, is it not? Yeah, yeah. and then the two prom dates, like, do it. To, and, like, Charlie knows everything that's going on between them. Yep. And he's like, that's totally her. This is what she's like. And it's like, how the fuck does he know all this? Like, he's not been really involved in it for a change. And he knows all this information about all the kids. But see the uh, see the girl that Dennis is, like, supposed to go to the prom with? Yes. Do you know that is Sif from Thor? Is it? I didn't even recognise her. Yep, Seth from Thor. Also, <laughs> Agents so of Shield. Well, and yeah, two episodes of Shield. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, the guy didn't look like he was at high school though. That um, is it Charlie's no. <laughs> sister? Her name Sweet Sweet D was going with. Yeah. Um, she um she was going out with a guy that looked normal age, but like what was it they were saying to him? Like they were winding him up saying she's too young, she's too young, and she's like she's eighteen. Oh, that's totally okay then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, always sunny is a good show if you've never seen it. Like, um, I think I'm just going to do it this way, just watch bits and hope Tasha latches on because I think like once the filming starts looking a bit more up to date, because I think it started in like 2005 or so. It was years and years ago. Yeah, um, 13 years ago. Yeah, 13 years ago. 13 years ago. So like Tasha, Tasha doesn't like that, you know, when something looks that old, like yeah, for a, a show. Like it looks grainy, like <laughs> it's because it's not filmed in HD, obviously. 
Yeah, and I mean, um, yeah, it does go HD, obviously. And like, I haven't seen the new season, so yeah, I can't wait for that. But um, yeah, I watched about that. Uh, what I watched, I watched another. I started another show uh, when I was watching. Tasha didn't like this one, but I did. I'm on episode four of it. What's it called? De- um, Deadwood. Deadwood, it's called, and um, it's got him from. It's not the guy from Lost. Hitman. Hitman. He was Hitman in the first Hitman movie. Uh, what's that actor's name? Hey, please. Uh, Hitman actor. Timothy Oliphant. Right, okay. Oh, this is not, not the guy from Lost at all. <laughs> no. Right, okay. He does look a bit like that guy. You know the guy I mean? The, uh, his name's Sawyer. Slightly, but Sawyer's blonde with long hair, but yeah. There, there was a show that was kind of like Deadwood that Sawyer was in, but the reason I started watching Deadwood was because um, Ian McShane's in it, and mm, yep. Ian McShane was great in American Gods. And um, Lovejoy. <laughs> and Lovejoy. <laughs> yeah, but Ian McShane's he's great in it, so like, this is set, like, it's not, it's not full-on, like, cowboy, but it's set, like, in the frontier days. And it's about this town that's been set up with no laws. So, like, the main guy, Timothy Oliphant, is setting up a hardware store. And uh, Ian McShane, he owns the bar. And it, it's this town that's meant to have, like, no laws and they're setting up their own sort of, like... It's, it's during the days when America was making their laws. Like, and, like, the day of doing what you want was done. And this, this Ian McShane, like, underhandedly is, like there's people like trying to get places and he's like robbing their robbing the places and the the main sort of storyline going through it just now is there was a family going back to Minnesota and he sent out um his his guys to rob them and the guys ended up killing them all except like the wee girl and I was see when like um Timothy Oliphant and he's I don't know if it's his brother. They're they're the hardware guys, they own the hardware shop and they were like um it's, it's the worst hardware shop ever because all, all they sell is ornaments and pots and it's like surely you would want to sell hammers and stuff but anyway that's beyond the point like that bit of it's dead boring like it's like oh yeah we need to do this and do you know how they leave in charge of their shop right when they're, they're away doing stuff they really shouldn't be they should be if, if you set up a shop surely you want to work in it but they get the minister to like to run the shop when they're away. I don't understand that part, but I just, I love Ian McShane. He runs, it's like a brothel, it's a brothel kind of bar, kind of, he says that this is how it's going to be, but yeah, it's like he isn't setting the rules. And um, so this girl's kind of, um, the doctor's brought around, but he's pretending to Ian McShane. I can't remember Ian McShane's name. Doesn't matter. So like, the, the, <laughs> no, the doctor. I've not seen the show, so I can't help you. So the daughter's like, um, uh, what do you call it? She's she's been revived, um, but she doesn't speak English for some reason. Like I don't know where this family's from, or can she speak English? But anyway, I just I don't know. I don't know why I love this show. But like it was, a, it popped up when I was like looking at the, the top TV shows of all time, and I thought I've not watched this. It's only three seasons because apparently it can because it was. It, when was it? it came out? Uh, let me go. 2004 to 2006 right so it came out at a time when what's it called it's not serialised TV is it you know when there's an overarching story 
I mean, it's just a normal TV show, that one. No, 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 right, right. But see, back then, they were more used to standalone episodes, if you know what I mean, not like a show where you didn't get the whole story in one episode. What's that uh, called? Yeah, like, uh, I mean, I think you might be right there, like a serial. Yeah, so, like, basically, like, it got canned because people didn't really understand it, but they said that these days, that if it came out now, it would still be going, like, it would have went well past season three, so there's a mo- they're actually doing a movie to finish it, the guy, the director and Timothy Oliphant, because I'm sure Timothy Oliphant was in Transformers as well. Am I wrong? Am I thinking the different... There's, there's a guy that looks like him as well. <laughs> and it's not Sawyer from Lost. You know the army guy that's in like the first Transformers movie with Tyrese? Yes. I know the guy you mean. Is that not is it not Timothy Oliphant? Uh, is he so. in Transformers? No. Transformers what's the guy's name then? I know the guy you mean, he's the army guy. And he looks like the... Timothy. He looks a bit like him, but it's it's not him. Oh no, it's not, and everyone says he gets confused with him. Josh do do Hamill? D-U-H-A there's actually an, an article here called No Josh Dammel and Timothy Olyphant are not the same person <laughs> like, I'm not joking so it's not just me at least but yeah anyway this show's kind of cool um, and I, I just love the sort of interactions that he's having with this like sort of shady bar owner guy while he's trying because basically the bar owner he, I don't know if he was the first one there but like um, look how identical they look <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like um yeah, I love the sort of dynamic between him and the shit and obviously the guy I don't know if he was the first one to Deadwood, but he set up the plots. So like you have to pay him rent every month. And they want to buy the plot to set up this hardware business and um excuse me, um he won't sell to them because he fell out with Timothy Oliphant and it's just really good the way it's going because they're close to figuring out that he's the one that's doing all these robberies. So this this is meant to be like kind of like the the last safe haven in America, and just it, it's so good, man. Like it's hard to describe without watching it. I definitely think you should try it at least once. Your first one's free. Yeah, I don't think I'm interested in that. You don't think you're interested? Okay, so um, the last thing I watched. I, I really enjoyed it. Tasha didn't. Tasha wasn't into it, but I, I really. It was kind of like, but uh, it wasn't. It was a lot better than it. Do you remember I watched that Hell on Wheels? That was about the railroads and stuff like that. No. <laughs> Hell on Wheels is on Amazon. It just finished season five, and I couldn't quite get into that one. But this this one's really good. Um, so uh, Adam Sandler, right? We all know Adam Sandler for the past <laughs> ten years hasn't made a really funny film. I would say. If not longer than that, yeah. I mean, there's been a couple that's been okay. Like that's my boy was okay. I liked that, and the first Grown Ups wasn't terrible. But yeah, ev- click every- was okay. What? Click. Was click. Okay. No, I didn't like that one at all. No. And uh, there was something where he was he was a cobbler. No, nope, that the cobbler. cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was bad as well. Um, okay. See the the first bad Adam Sandler movie I seen was called Punch Drunk Love. Have you ever seen that where he's saving no, like the, the? It's not even a comedy. It's he's like saving the. He eats this yogurt or something, and he saves the lids off to get a train ticket, or a plane ticket, or something. <laughs> it's so bad, man. Like, so anyway, yeah, Adam Sandler. I haven't really enjoyed much since the Little Nicky wedding singer, uh, Big Daddy days. Little Nicky's his... fucking terrible. That's a bad movie. That's where he went off the rails. 
No, because that's that, untrue. That came out after after like Big Daddy Gen- and that. Like, Gen- Big Gen- Flask. Big Gen- Daddy Flash. and Singer were alright, but after that, he's not very good. Like Happy Girl 50, was still one of my favorites. Billy Madison. Longest Yard was alright. No. I like that <laughs> one. Um, I could live without all of those. But yeah, um, what do you call it? The uh, these, it, all the ones on Netflix have been really bad, like really bad. Um, we watched one. Was it the Do Over? Where he's, I, I can't even remember what happened in it. But yeah, uh, so he went. He hasn't done stand up in twenty years. He said. So um, he's got this new stand up called One Hundred Percent Fresh. Now do, Adam Sandler. Wait, 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 wait. Do you know why he's not done stand up in twenty years? Hmm. He's making money off funny movies. in twenty years. <laughs> he's been making money off of movies. Um, but yeah, because regardless of what you say, Adam Sandler movies. Were- his deal with Netflix must have been astronomical, I bet you. I mean, I don't know. His movies like have not been doing well at the box office of that recently. So They've not been at the box a... office. They've been straight to Netflix because he's deal with Netflix. <laughs> like what, so what, movie, what movies have been straight to Netflix from then? Okay. You, you Let me this. open up Netflix. <laughs> the Do-Over was one. I know that was definitely one. Okay. I haven't seen no. it. Adam Sandler. Okay, the week of. Right. Nope. I'm doing it. The ridiculous. The ridiculous six. Nope. I haven't seen that advertised either. Sandy Wexler. Nope. I haven't seen that advertised either. Netflix is not pushing these if I haven't seen them advertised to me. The the Mayerowitz stories new and selected. Nope. Uh, And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it for just now. But like <laughs> most of his movies are Netflix. He's made one, two, three, four, five straight to Netflix. One's Andy's comedy special. Um, all really bad. But like most Adam Sandler's films are on Netflix now, from like Anger Management to Rain Over Me, which was great with Don Cheadle. You ever seen that? No, I haven't seen that. Like I'd imagine it'd be funny. Good. It'd be funny if John, Don Cheadle's in it. Like, it's not really good. a funny. It's not really a funny film, but it's decent. Um, Mr. Deeds was good. It's on it. Mr. Deeds was good, yeah. That, sneaky, that sneaky, sir. It's very sneaky. <laughs> you can hit me on my foot, I do not feel it. Frostbite. Yes, <laughs> ma- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Very sneaky. Um, <laughs> he's also made, like, he, he wasn't in them, but, like, Father of the Year and True Memoirs of an International Assassin. They were straight to Netflix ones that um, was Kevin James and David Spade, these pals done. Um, Cobbler's also Netflix. But, yeah, um, so Adam, Adam Sandler, 100%. Um, fresh as he stand up and I listened to Adam Sandler's stand up like when I was at school with Don and Napster used to be out and I remember downloading his um, Tobooth Willie I'm Tobooth Willie and it was just like this audio comedy of like him being this old crabbit Tobooth worker <laughs> it was really quite funny um, and he did he used to do funny songs and stuff and this is kind of like remember the old Billy Connolly's where most of the, the show was just singing hmm this is like that and it's kind of refreshing to see these days from somebody not talking about politics somebody not talking about too many genders am i right you know or like you know it it is timeless because he's not trying to be up to date with anything he's just telling funny jokes and his songs are so hilarious like he done one that most people have seen phone keys wallet and andy was commenting saying that and so detasha britain's got talent had a song that was mm-hmm. called the same thing but this is not the same thing this is adam sandler's done this rap about 
and it's just basically commenting all the stuff you need now to leave the house, like because I it mean, goes phones, key, wallet, and now he's like phones, key, wallet, passport, phones, key, wallet, passport, laptop, and it keeps going on and on. And he's like, he, he talking about how it feels like he's going camping whenever he leaves the house now. <laughs> see, see that, see that song. Like it's okay, but like it does feel like a sequel to that, uh, to that like Wemmy keys, a Wemmy phone. No, it doesn't really because it's it's just anyway. It's not, but it's not. But anyway, it's just one song and a line of many. Like my favorite one was UFC ears, and he's talking about you know how the UFC fighters are sometimes good looking guys, but they've got these like messed up ears that are like sticky out of cauliflower ears. Yeah, it's so funny. He does like a quite a touching one at the end. Uh, You remember Chris Farley, the big fat uh, fat comedian that was in Tommy Boy and. Um, yep. Black Sheep. He um, died, obviously, and he was Adam Sandler's close friend, so he sings a song dedicated to him, uh, his friend Chris Farley, I think it's called, and then he sings, remember the wedding singer, I Wanna Grow Old With You song? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he makes, he does a version of that, but it's it's about his wife, so he sings about his wife in it, and it's really, really nice, but, like, the entire thing had me and Tasha laughing, like, from the beginning to the end, like, because like, there was a bit on it that remained me Tasha's pal LB's got like a farm and every time she wants to do something like um, she's always got so many animals she can't do it and he's like we all know that one person is this and we all know that this and he's like we all know that one person has got too many animals and you ask them to do something and they're like I can't my chicken's eye fell out and I've got to paste it back on it's like that's <laughs> the sort of stuff that LB says and then <laughs> there was a bit where baby but I'm not going to discuss who that that was kind of similar but he's like the about meeting newborn baby new babies and like the mum's like say hi say hi oh he said hi before just give him a minute and like there's uncomfortable long wait of trying to get this baby to say hi and like the mum takes a strong say oh he usually says it and like you pick up the baby and you're like just say it just say it keep her happy (laughs) and like the baby goes help me (laughs) it was the, the whole show was just it's funny i will definitely be watching it again um the songs were great on it. Some of them were just ridiculous songs. Like there's one where he's singing about he's on a plane and he stands up to be the hero because the pilot, the co-pilot, are dead, and he takes over the plane and it crashes straight away because he doesn't know what he's doing. And then there's like one where he's on a train and the train driver dies, and so there's the co co driver and he goes up to the front and then drives it off a bridge because he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> it's just stupid songs, but the whole thing was quite funny. Like Foam Wallet Keys was great. Um, UFC Ears was hilarious as well there was another rap as well, can't remember the name of that song but the ones where he's talking about he's, there's a song, I don't know if it's a song or because he does like bits in between the songs so he's talking about his daughter got one line for a play at school and she does, she she fucks it up she doesn't get it right, <laughs> it's one line um, but yeah honestly it's such, I, I laughed so much last night that we had to actually shut the living room door in case the baby woke up and Tasha was laughing as well and we put it on going this is Sandler's last chance with us <laughs> we put it on and it's it's the funniest I've seen him probably since um, The Waterboy probably that was the last really good film that I remember him being in nice yeah so anyway I know that was long winded about Adam Sandler so surprised <laughs> so good um yeah, it was really funny. I also did watch, um, it was on YouTube and that still counts, um, watch some Marley 13. I've just been watching him play COD since I can't. Like, uh, <laughs> I wish it was on Switch. I wish Call of Duty was on Switch. This game would not work on Switch. There's no way. It was Black Ops was on the Wii U. It worked. <laughs> Fuck off. It was. was yeah, am I right? Am I right? No way, there's no way that this Black Ops is falling. Yeah, well, maybe without, the, maybe without Blackout mode. But... 
I would I would buy it on Switch if it came out with Blackout mode just because I like I know you don't like multi. I do. do like I think it would work. Games, but... It's been proven to work. Like like I'm saying, Black Ops was it Black Ops Two was on Wii U. It had multiplayer. Um. Yes. Did it have multiplayer though? I'll just tell you. I've got this handy wee friend called Google. I mean, they did all sorts of weird ports to the Wii U back in back well, in the Black, Black Ops One was on Wii. Yeah, multiplayer and sc- split screen on Black Ops Two on the Wii U. Nooktown and everything. I'm seeing it just now. Because hmm. uh, Black Ops One was in the Wii, but it wasn't a port. It was like its own kind of version of the game. Hmm. I never had it. I, I did have a Call of Duty on the Wii. When we talk about games later on, but um. What was I talking about there? Uh, so YouTube, so I was watching Marley 13, but I also watched um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. You know, uh, you know who Jimmy Kimmel is. He's the mm. talk show host. I don't remember the name of his show. But he, he was interviewing John Krasinski. The, I think it's the Jimmy Tonight Kimmel show. show. Jimmy Kimmel show, maybe, yeah. But like, uh, late Night with Jimmy Kimmel. Late Night with Jimmy Kimmel. Because the Tonight Show is Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah, it is Late Night. Um, so he, he's doing John Krasinski, and like, it was like Christmas pranks that they've done in each other throughout the years. And I don't want to tell you about it. You should definitely go and watch it because they used to live across the street from each other. And like, at one point, like Jimmy Kimmel sends a team of guys when John Krasinski's out with Emily Blunt to gift wrap their entire house, like from the outside. And like, it's not just done in the way that me and you could do it to each other. It's Jimmy Kimmel, like the whole house looks like Santa's grow. Like it's amazing. So anyway, I watched some of them, but let's move on because I need the toilet to level up. And this is the part of the show where we talk about all the video games we've played throughout the week. And most importantly, the video game news. So Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? And I will BRB. Okay. So some things have happened. Um, first of all, Battlefield 5 has uh, had its Battle Royale mode delayed into, I think it's March 2019. Um, which is fucking crazy. So they're essentially releasing their game in really like three parts. And like if you if you look up this game now, there is like a release schedule for the game because you basically have to have a guide to when the game is coming out. So when the game is like the game's at release date, you can play the game like a week early if you've got like EA access, or you can play the game like four days early or something like that if you pre-order the whatever limited edition version it is. But then this mode, the Firestorm Battle Royale mode, isn't coming out till 2019, which personally for me, I feel that's way too late. So like, at this point for Battle Royale, like Fortnite's ate your lunch with that. PUBG is still ticking along, and like Call of Duty's come out and destroyed any chance that Battlefield Five had of making anything. Like, I reckon this game's going to completely flop um, at the uh, at retail because. I cannot see people buying this like um, at the time it's coming out like it's out in like a couple of weeks and by that point you've already got Call of Duty's been out and it's established at this point and Red Dead's just come out and then all the other stuff that's just come out relatively recently like Tomb Raider and Spider-Man and things I can't see people going for Battlefield whatsoever but yeah they should have really just I think they should have just delayed the game completely to March and I think it would have stood a much better chance of uh, box office success because look at what happened with Titanfall a couple of years ago when they released that at the same time as Call of Duty it, and, and, and uh, Call, sorry, Call of Duty and Battlefield and it just got completely destroyed so yeah I would just wait for that one 
Uh, you can now unlock uh, Bayek in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Bayek is obviously the protagonist from Assassin's Creed Origins. And it, it's a really weird unlock, actually, because most of the time in Assassin's Creed games before, you've been able to unlock like a costume for your uh, for your character, which has been like the, a character from a previous game. Like You've always been able to be, basically always been able to unlock Ezio's costume or Altair's costume. And like it's a really cool little touch where... Maybe if you don't necessarily connect with that character's uh, attire, you can chuck the old ones on them that you that you really relate to and enjoyed, and pretend you're playing as them for the game. But in Odyssey, it's completely different. So, and because of the way that their gear system works, there's no like costume that you could chuck on over the top of that because you're constantly swapping between different bits of gear, which is kind of annoying actually because you never have like this cohesive outfit. You've always got like random bits of different stuff that makes you. To get the most uh, like defensive armor and stuff like that, so it's actually really annoying um, as a mechanic. But in this game, you can have you can now have uh, Bayek as one of your lieutenants for some reason, which makes no sense. So like having a costume would I think would be fair enough, and especially like if you look back at like Black Flag, they made like one of the old assassin like outfits be like part of the story quest you're like oh you have to unlock these different locks by getting these like emblem things from around the world okay cool and it made it part of the story to unlock those suits and that that's fair enough and the other ones it was always like rewards for like UB currency whatever it's called but in this you can unlock Bayek and Evie Fry to be part of your like crew essentially they'll be like your lieutenants but it, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense for them to be there like Evie Fry like hundreds and hundreds of years later or if not thousands, um, and uh, and Bayek, definitely hundreds and hundreds of years later, from Egypt, being in this game in Greece, set in like BC or whatever. So it doesn't make any sense for them to actually be there. Whereas they could have just given you a cosmetic costume that wouldn't necessarily affect your armour sets. You could still have that equipped on underneath the, the robes or whatever. Um, and, but yeah, they should have just done that as like a skin rather than doing it this way. So I didn't, didn't like that at all. Um, I did put them in my crew <laughs> like it made no difference whatsoever to anything so um fortnite is adding a pvp yeah sorry pve element to its battle royale mode for the first time it's basically adding zombies to the mode like they've obviously seen what call of duty's been doing and uh decided to copy them <laughs> pretty much i mean they're not they're not calling them zombies they're calling them some other thing but it's pretty much like they've added group little groups of zombies in for you to kill if you want um, Team Sonic Racing's been delayed until May, May next year. That's a massive delay. This this is a six month plus delay. Um, basically, Sega's come out and said that the game's not quite ready and they want to polish up more what and whatnot before they actually put it out. <clears throat> I think part of this is to do with um, Back. yeah. I, I'm just talking about the Team Sonic Racing delay to March. Did you cover Battlefield? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. That's crazy. Did you even say that? Like, was it the storylines not even? Yeah, they're releasing like the storyline like a month or so late, and it's just they should have delayed the whole game. Like, the game should have been delayed till when the um, which McCallum mode was ready battle because yep. that's College is won this year before it's even out, and Battlefield used to have such a strong foothold in Call of Duty's door, and now it doesn't. Like Battlefield, they've made a massive mistake by going to World War Two this year, because Call of Duty yeah. went like went to World War Two last year, and like everybody wanted World War One and World War Two until they got them, 
and now the games are already there. There's a World War One game you can play, Battlefield One. There's a World War Two game you can play, Call of Duty World War Two. We don't need another World War Two game like on I the think, current gen. I think their misstep was they thought that, that sort of era of FPS was coming back, and that's what Call of Duty was going to stick with. And Call of Duty is like, no, no, we've done it as like a one-off. Like we're back to Black Ops, and I believe next year is going to be Modern Warfare Four. So yeah, I mean, pe- people did like there was a lot of people like when the the gen first came out, and like a couple of, a year or two in, people were going, oh, I'd really like to play like. A modern looking, like in terms of the graphics and stuff like that, and engine and things, um, version of like the World War games, like what they used to play back in the day, and they got those. They didn't need to do any more. Like Battlefield should have went away from that after Battlefield One. Um, I, I just I reckon that Battlefield Five was too far in development by the time like Call of Duty came out with like World War Two, and they're like, ah, shit, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, we've we fucked this one up. Yeah, but maybe they also predicted that people want because remember in the playstation 2 and 3 it was all world war style games um not counting socom because that's not really the same thing but um we where that's why i don't enjoy them because medal honor and everything kind of covered that already like mm. uh, i i, I skipped world war 2 like i say i'm not a call of duty fan but being honest i've had every single one in the ps4 except world war 2 um so i do kind of like it um, this year's a really like, and ghosts are really like, but like World War Two, there was there was nothing that interested me, you know. Like that that game wasn't good. Like I, I played I played a good bit of the campaign and like a decent amount of the multiplayer, mm. and like none of it was like good. Like, no. It was all just average and really slow. It was like watching like a episode of Band of Brothers, like, <sighs> which is a good really, show as far as I, I mean, remember. It's a good, it is a good show, but it's really really slow. Was that was that not a spin-off or it came out of off the back of Saving Private Ryan? Because was it not Tom Hanks and Spielberg done the show as well? They yeah, obviously know. Tom Hanks wasn't in it, but I'm sure it was yeah, those no, two that. I, I don't know if Tom Hanks was involved in it, but Spielberg definitely was. Like he was definitely involved in the production of it. Um, but yeah, they they obviously liked doing Saving Private Ryan and went, oh, we made a TV show of this. It, that show wasn't for me; it was too slow. But uh, Saving Private Ryan's a good movie. Really good. Vin Diesel's in it, and yeah. Private Ryan's Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I always thought it was so funny when they got there, like because I had not read anything about the film, and obviously I knew who Matt Damon was and stuff from Kevin Smith's movies. And then when they get to him, and I'm like, "Oh, it's, it's Matt Damon!" <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> didn't expect Ryan to be Matt Damon. Nope. <laughs> it was kind of too big an actor to cast for like such a shit part. He doesn't yeah. do anything in the movie. He's like, he doesn't. Oh, "I'm being rescued." Okay, <laughs> thanks. Like, Vin Vin Diesel. That was one of his first films as well. I'm sure. Right. Because anyway, I, I remember he said that his voice was always quite deep but then because they had to reshoot the beach scene mm. at the start and Vin Diesel was smoking a cigarette in it and he actually got addicted to smoking and like because he had to smoke <laughs> he, he said right. he went through hundreds of cigarettes obviously just doing that one okay. scene that yeah. um, it kind of made his voice worse <laughs> that's funny didn't know that yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah getting back to this Team Sonic racing being delayed um, what, what do you why? think of this why surely you had the engine it's a kart racing game like, why is it delayed? There's no reason to delay it. There's nothing to compete with it. It's just no, a car no, race. I, I, totally dis- I totally disagree. Um, what, grip? <laughs> no, no, not grip. The, uh, there has, like, been a few, like, these kind of, like, racing games that come out. The Nickelodeon one's coming, isn't been, it? The, yeah, there's been the Hello Kitty one, there's been the Nickelodeon one, and then there was some other, like, fruit racing one that came out this year. Um, the Nickelodeon one's the, the big one in terms of the competition for them, but I reckon this game, like, the Team Sonic racing game, will be a lot better in terms of the actual gameplay. But I think they just probably announced this one too soon. 
because I think they wanted to go down that whole model of like announcing it this year and releasing it this year, and they just weren't quite ready for that. Um, I'd rather it was. I'd rather it was strong because if it doesn't feel as good as not not taking it away from the sequel, but um, it wasn't as fun as the first. The Team Sega was it Team Sonic Racing All Stars featuring Banjo Kazooie or whatever the fucking trio <laughs> was for the first one. Um, the the um, that was a great game. Like I loved it. It, was, it didn't feel like a Mario Kart copy. It felt like its own thing, but it was strong enough because very few. Even though you think it, it should be a simple genre, like we've, I'm sure we've talked about this in length before. But Mario Kart's the king. No one's going to beat Mario Kart. All you can do is hope for a good second best. And the likes of Crash Team Racing's came there. But I can't think of many others like that's actually from handling and physics and being fun has like accomplished what that has apart from Sega and Sonic All Stars Racing or whatever it is, you know. Like, um, so yeah, probably, I, I'm probably lo- Diddy Kong's the only other one. Yeah, but that doesn't count. That's a spin-off from Mario Kart, technically. Like, I mean, probably it, the same. I mean, it, I think it was different enough, but like you're probably right. It probably was on the same engine. <laughs> like it yeah. looks like graphically in that it and, and handling wise, it's the same. But they just mm-hmm. did. They did a lot of like design work with the tracks that made them more fun to like go explore and stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they never kept Diddy Kong Racing up. Like that was a weird one, like because it was such a great game. I heard it when I had the six four to Mario. One, uh, not that Mario Kart sixty four is not a good game, but I, I like the like you said the exploration and stuff. And yeah. I mean, like, so yeah, I'm I'm disappointed. It's been delayed. I was looking forward to it, but at the same time, I'd rather it was spot on. You know, then rushed, and it makes me kind of worried about this. The fact they've had to delay it, and it's like, why didn't you see this coming? Like, don't rush this. Like, if it wasn't ready, just tell us it's not ready. I I know why they delayed it because, like, they they've obviously listened to my multiple complaints about it, and and asked them to make Sonic be more like Sonic R. No, the greatest no. racing game of all time. So. It's not the racing game. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, like I'll buy this game when it comes out. I think the other reason they've delayed it is because of Super Smash Bros. Because I think that this game is going to do best on Switch by miles. Yes, and we've seen we've seen that with a couple other games recently come out, like Starlink. Like it did eighty yes. percent of its sales on Switch, it, and it, a lot it, of that's to do with was, yeah. Switch was clearly the main platform though, because yeah. the interviews were talking about they added Star Fox in before they'd got the okay, and then showed Nintendo and Reggie. I think was the one that said yeah, but like. It was the loot platform. That's why it looks so yep. good. There's, there's no way around it. Yeah, hundred percent. But like, I, I would say that this game is going to sell best on Switch, and a lot of that's because people oh, yeah. like playing Mario Kart on Switch, and they would buy this as like an alternative to that. Like, they still, I, go, oh, I, I still want to. Yeah, me too. And like, the thing is with Mario Kart, that's the Wii U game. Remember, like, that's not like a, a it's not game, a Switch no. new game. So like. Uh, this game could come in and be really good and and sit right up alongside like Mario Kart Eight on Switch. Not in terms of sales, probably, but um, in terms of like the quality of the actual game. Yeah, definitely. And whilst it's not going to have like a Nintendo featured character, because Nintendo will never do that for like a game that's not Mario. Sonic, to me, I prefer Sonic over as much as I love Mario now. Sonic's always for me. Yep. So I'm looking forward to this, but yeah, I think that. Um, They've realised as well that a lot of people are going to be playing uh, Smash. Smash over this, Christmas, this yeah. Over Christmas break and, and stuff Pokemon. like that. And Pokemon, yep. And and all the people that would buy, like, all the Nintendo people are going to buy those two games, being realistic. Like, like, I'm going to buy both legit, those games. You're going to buy legit, both those games. Legit, man, can you imagine being waiting for 
fucking Christmas at Nintendo because that's a one to knock out man having Smash Brothers and Pokemon like there I know it's not a full Pokemon game but that's going to sell like shit man like there's going to be so many copies of that going about and like see give it a year CX will be full of them like honestly like Pokemon is going to sell I, I, fuck, I would say it was going to outsell Smash Brothers I know that's a big statement but I would say Pokemon's going to outsell no you're 100% right it will like Pokemon like at this point it's a bigger it's a bigger Seller than, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Smash, than, Smash than, Brothers yeah. almost is. Would you would you say uh, AAA niche title? If you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I yeah, would, I would agree with that. It's like it's one of those ones that like the Nintendo hardcore fans will buy it, but the other people don't. Like the people that buy Zelda and maybe not even so much Zelda, but the people that buy Mario, Mario, Mario Kart. and Mario Kart, and the, these same people will buy Pokemon. Like they're not gonna buy Smash. No. Like, they won't. The people that buy Zelda, those people will probably buy Smash. But the other ones, the kind of more casual gamers, don't. They don't go for Smash Bros. Because Smash Bros. is a fighter, like it's a fighting game. It's a very and good fighting game. It's a very very good fighting game. Probably one of the best ones. And like this one looks fucking amazing with the amount of characters in it. But yeah, um, moving on from that, um, and more to come just, because we can tie that in. The of Smash coming first of November, another direct. Yeah, they're doing a direct, and there's a bit more to say about that, so I'll get into that in a minute. Um, Pokemon Go is going to be counting your uh, steps, even when you're not playing the game. I can't believe Thank it doesn't fuck. do that already. Like, holy it, shit. It, it's because they wanted you to buy the Pokewalker, but obviously they want to add that. Yeah. Because remember, when a lot of folk, including myself, went back to it, and I, I'm still playing playing it at least once a day. Um, not very much, though, but like, um, there's going to be an influx over Christmas of Pokemon, because it links with Let's Go. There's going to be loads of folk because basically the cool way they've done it is these are obviously a remake of the original games, which is great. But instead of having the Safari Zone, which was an area where you could go and without battling them, you could throw your Pokeballs and catch rare Pokemon. What happens is the Safari Zone is now your Pokemon. You can choose what ones you want to send from Pokemon Go, which is a genius move. And there's apparently like an exclusive Pokemon, which is crap looking um, if that is the exclusive one it looks like a metal version of Ditto with a bolt on its head um, yeah, and it's the only way to get yeah, it yeah. Meltan or something yeah. but like um, he, it's cool that they've done this I, lo- I love that sort of connectivity between like the, your mobile and your Switch like that's don't don't take me at my word Nintendo because we definitely don't want the voice chat thing like I don't love the connectivity that much but when it's involving a game hmm. like Pokemon Go's just became the best a video game companion app ever hmm. it technically is that's what it's going to be once Let's Go comes out mm, I still I mean I like the Black Flags one that was good I'll say it was good um, but yeah this this is good <laughs> don't take it away from me um, but yeah. yeah Let's Go Pokemon I can't believe like honestly like I said see the shareholders they're like oh we're going to eat this Christmas honey like honestly <laughs> I just imagine funny, being like, big fat text Nintendo's not put anything out for a wee while now and like, we'll talk about that in a minute when we talk about the Nintendo, uh, the Switch sales. For the, what do you mean they've not put out anything for a while? Well, we'll, we'll get into it. Um, Red Dead 2's reviews came out and uh, seems to have done really well. Like, pretty much 9s and 10s all, all over the place. <laughs> There's one quote from it, like, I think it's Games Radar that says this. He said, going back, to, going back to other open world games won't be easy. <laughs> okay. Um, Battlefield 5 oh yeah so one of the Battlefield 5 designers got banned from Call of Duty Black Ops 4 
Yeah, this was hilarious. So good at the game. So good at the game. Thought he was cheating. <laughs> yeah, they they thought he'd used mods and they banned them, but then he tweeted at them and they unbanned in twenty four hours. He showed the video off, and it's like he's so good at this game, man. I watched the video and I'm like, way. If I wish I was half as good as that. Um, but that's so funny. I think it's cool that a battlefield developers playing Call of Duty. That's awesome. But I suppose oh, then no, you, I mean, you kind of need to. Yeah, you need to like know what your competition is doing to know like what you need to be doing to do to like emulate their success sort of thing. Especially See, the, the think, doing well. I think battlefield needs to be. That's what you said, damn it. You cut out. I think battlefield needs to be faster paced. Hmm. I don't think it needs to be faster paced. Like uh, Battlefield's always been kind of slower paced, but they they need to focus more on the vehicles, and they haven't. They never like the last game <laughs> with, the, with the vehicles was shit because they were all clunky pieces of garbage. Like in the in Battlefield Four, you've got fucking fast jets and like attack helicopters and all this and like big beast and tanks. <laughs> you but love a helicopter you... ride with Fraser, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but then when you go back to like World War One shit, like you've got these biplanes and stuff like that, it's not as fun. Um, Eurogamer's done the analysis on Red Dead and it looks and plays best on Xbox One X. That's not really surprising. Um, some it's of the, the most compa- powerful console. It's yeah, not some of the comparison screenshots of this game are mental though. Like, I, I had a look at them and like, you look at the the X and the Pro, like, which both look which both look fine in these screenshots. And then you look at the old fucking consoles, like the original models. You're like, okay, it looks really bloody, like really bad, and like the level of detail and stuff like that is terrible. Yeah, see, this, this this kind of sparks something. See, when we're talking about our games, I definitely think that we should clarify what console we're playing on. I know, like, we assume the listeners know, but sometimes when I'm talking about the graphics, it's like, occasionally I will drop the X name in because I love my Xbox One X, but definitely we should, because I keep forgetting you've got a pro now. Hmm. I've had a pro Uh, Microsoft's come out and said that uh, it, it basically is a new console, right? Um, Microsoft's come out and said that Xbox Game Pass is coming to PC. It makes complete sense, to be honest. Like, I'm surprised it wasn't there already. Did you shoot someone? Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, I just banged my elbow off the radio. <laughs> for dramatic effect. Not really for dramatic effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, level 5 is uh, resurrecting a long-cancelled RPG for the Switch. Which is, this could be cancelled for like it's like ten years, right? Um, it's called what is it? Ushiro. <laughs> no, that was me. Ushiro, which was a supernatural horror RPG. Uh, it was originally announced ten years ago, and then got cancelled without anyone ever mentioning it again, pretty much. But yeah, it's uh, coming to Switch. I believe they said it's next year, but yeah. Uh, Capcom's come out and said that they're making uh, three. Resident Evil games for the Switch. Three? Well, three three ports. Resident Evil, Resident Evil 0, and Resident Evil 4 all coming to Switch next year. That's cool. Re- like, Resident Evil 4 on another platform. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be like the Doom for Capcom, somebody no, said. No, no, it's, it's, it's like it's uh, Skyrim. That's what it is. Yeah, it's Dooms and more things than <laughs> Skyrim, though. Well, yeah, you but... Play, I mean, remember we seen the piano that played Doom? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they try and put Doom on everything. Like, did you ever see it on the... Did uh, they not have it in a calculator? 
yeah, they've had it on a calculator and like, uh, did you ever see it on the MacBook Air touchpad thing? Someone made Doom on that. Well, on like the wee icons at the top of the Mac. Well, you know the, you know how there's there was uh, one of the versions of the MacBook Air that came out a couple of years ago. And, and the it apps, this, yeah. Like, I it was like at the top of the keyboard that had like this bar on it that was like a touch screen thing. Yeah. They made it run on that. <laughs> I've never seen that. That's insane. I thought the piano was crazy enough because it was like a piano LCD screen. Yep. They one of the on, like, more modern pianos, yeah. Dishwashers and microwaves and like all that sort of shit. But yeah, just put it on anything. Uh, Resident Evil 4 will be like that in 10 years' time. It'll just be on absolutely everything. See, I was, I was talking about Stephen and um, or Steve, as you call him, and uh, what was it we were talking about? Uh, Red Dead Two, um, and he said that it was going to get all right. I goes, and we were talking about GTA San Andreas because he said that that was his favorite Rockstar game. Mm-hmm. I said mine was um, GTA Five, and uh, he said, "I can't believe it's on the phone." And I says, 10 years ago, you wouldn't have believed it." I says, I believe it now, because it's been on the phone a few years now, but I says, mm. in 10 years, 10, does that mean that we could see, like, GTA 5 and Red Dead 2 on mobile? Is that feasible, do you yeah, think? Probably, yeah. Streaming tech, can, you'll be able to put no, it. No, 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 not, not, streaming, not streaming tech, right? If you if you look back, what was it, 2005, San Andreas came out, right? Mm. I, if you told me, that, like, with the mobile phone I had... Like, I would look at it and go, there's no chance these are going to be able to play San Andreas. No, this is true. the best yeah. graphics I've ever seen, right? You look at a game like GTA Five, and you are like, you look at your phone, you're going to think, there's no way they can have that. And I know you're saying streaming, but in 10 years' time, if you think about it, if the tech takes kind of leaps like it has been, which it probably will, you could feasibly easily have, like, Black Ops 4, GTA Five, stuff like that on mobile. It's crazy. I think that I'd rather they made like actual proper games for the phone rather than just like forcing like the console room. games onto the phone. Yeah, oh, the, like room, the room came out to Switch, I forgot. Yeah, it came out on Switch. I, I didn't pick it up um, yet because I've played, I played that game a lot. Like, so I, I've only played the room one once. Well, I, I mean, I, I played, it took me a long time to complete that game. I still haven't completed the room 3 or the room 0 10. So. Was it six years ago it came out? Five yeah, something ago. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, cracking on with the news because there's fucking loads here. Um, Twitch has now announced that uh, they're doing uh, squad streaming starting in 2019, which is basically like you'll be able to stream with your squad, your team of people, and they will all show up in the same kind of uh, the same Twitch window, which is kind of cool. Like if we ever wanted Stay to do like Call of Duty Black Ops Four and Special do the four effect. like four people playing together, yeah, like for uh, streaming and stuff like for like. 24 hour marathons and stuff. I definitely want to do that again. Yeah, me too. Like, uh, I can't remember. Someone was talking to me. Ashley was talking about it actually earlier on today. Um, and she was asking me, like, why we, why we haven't done it this year. And I'm like, we haven't done it for about four years. <laughs> like, we did it once, <laughs> one time. <laughs> and it was good. But yeah, just time wise. Ross, Ross fell asleep and David's just. Hmm. But that was really, really fun doing that. <clears throat> and it, it was until me and Fraser started arguing. What was it? About six or seven in the morning, DC online. <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> um, there was uh, some prototypes got shown off for the uh, original Wiimote and Nunchuck that worked with the GameCube. Yeah, this was cool. 
I think this is a kind of weird one, like, because I think that these were probably like prototypes for the Wii, and this is like how they developed the Wii ones. But I've never seen these before, and these are like official things, because like people were originally came out and went, "Nah, these are fake," or like third-party Chinese knockoff type stuff. But they're not; they're actually like legit because developers came out and confirmed it. So, but kind of interesting that that's where it originally came from. Uh, there's a new uh, Nightmare difficulty and some cheats rolling out for the Evil Within 2 on PC. Strange one, like, but I suppose with Halloween. Yeah, I know. With uh, Halloween coming out, like, coming up, um, people are probably picking up Evil Within 2 in sales because there's not been a lot of, like, big horror games come out um, this year. So, yeah, Evil Within 2 is one of them ones that every, like, every time Halloween rolls around, people will go, oh, I want to play a scary game. And they'll just pick up something like that. Like I did last year with Evil Within 1. It was a good game, but I just was never compelled to finish. No, I, I found it too scary to, to beat it. I, I did quite like it, though. It was cool. I, like, I probably liked it more than Resident Evil 1, like, looking back on it, mm. in terms of what the actual game was. Mm. Can't, can't agree with that. <laughs> um, Epic's got um, a massive amount of investment um, through a deal which is going to net them essentially $1.25 billion thanks to the success of Fortnite. Like, that's kind of a make sense in it. <laughs> like That game's making so much money that people are probably jumping on them to go like, oh, how can we invest in your company? Because like, that's only going to get bigger. Well, yeah, we'll definitely get a Fortnite sequel. I don't know about sequel, but like they'll keep making that game and they'll keep pushing out like the merch and like all different like Fortnite things. Like, How long is it going to be before we get like a Fortnite spin-off, like, Fortnite story modes type thing. Well, a while because Telltale shut down. <laughs> no, I know Telltale shut down, but, like, something like that, like, a story game There is a story mode. <laughs> I mean, okay, if you, if, you, if you like, but something like that, like, this is a separate spin-off type thing, and it, because it says Fortnite on it, people will jump the fuck all over it. Fortnite cart. Fortnite cut, yeah, I mean, that could happen. Um, the PlayStation Classics full list of games got announced, um, so the full rundown is kind of a weird one, because it seems to be missing a few games that I would have thought would be stick-ons, but... What, what did you it's think got of a couple. List? It's got a couple that I predicted, like I said, Rayman. Mm-hmm. Uh, GT. Yeah, yeah, I would say so too. I mean, the only ones that, like, stuck out for me that I would say, okay, yeah, that should 100% be there is, like, Cool Borders 2, Destruction yeah. Derby. It's going to look horrible. Destruction Derby, yes, but those two is going to look... I mean, they're horrible. all going to look horrible. Like, well, me and Steve were, talk, we're talking about that work today. Like, 3D games don't age well. Like, uh, in mm. PlayStation, I still can't see it as a classic console just yet, even though it is retro, I get it. But, like, if you, 2D games don't age badly, I wouldn't say. Um, well, the graphics, it's kind of that's what retro looks like. Retro doesn't look mm. like horrible square, blocky snowboard guys. <laughs> yeah, mm. uh, I played Cool Borders too. Like, I can't remember how long ago it was, but like, um, on the PSN, as good as PSN Classic, and it, it's not as good as you remember it. Like, I preferred Cool Borders too a lot, but oh man, it's uh, 
that has not aged well at all. Like, Destruction Derby is the same. It plays like absolute shit. And I'm sure the second one's actually better, so I don't know why they didn't put that in. See, um, I had one of these pre-ordered, but I cancelled it. And see, after you told me about the news about the exclusive, that, just, that game alone would have pulled it to me. Because I used to play John Wilson and the demo for that game. We only get the sequel in this country. We never had the first one. Yeah, so like the, what you're talking about there is uh, Parasite Eve is going to be on the yeah. uh, the Japanese one, and I would have said that that's a fucking great selling point for something like this over here because, like you say, it was never out over here. So I bet like Star Fox too. Like Star Fox it's an absolute no-brainer to fucking just like could you could just localize it, chuck it there, and then it's got something exclusive. It's been to, localized like, it came out in America. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, for European countries, like. Because they'd need to obviously localise it for all the different countries like Germany and Spain and have a few languages and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, there isn't anything there that makes me go, oh, I really want to play that. Because almost all the stuff no crash, that's there, no I've already played it. No croc. I understand why they don't have Crash and Spyro, because Crash has been remade, all three of the Crash games, and same with the Spyro games, just about to come out. Um, but yeah, Croc, Pandemonium, like games like that. Pandemonium, yeah. Maybe they're saving them for the Saturn. G- like Tomb, Tomb Raider 1. G Police. Oh my god, that game's fucking terrible. It's really bad, that game. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other other PlayStation news, uh, the PSN name changes uh, have come out in, in beta now and some people have been like digging into the, uh, the EULA agreement on it. And one of the disclaimers is that the if you change your name, you might act, lose access to DLC, yeah, save data, trophy data. No, no, this has gone a bit. This has gone further than that now. Um, and you might lose access to games completely if you change your name. So yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to change my name. <laughs> I, I mean, are you going to be bothered about losing a game? Like if you lost complete access to a game that came Depends. out like a year ago and you can't no. go and download it. If I finished it, no, but if it was like Resi 7. Hmm, yep. Like exactly for that, for example, you go change your name and then you go, oh, I want to download Resi 7. And it goes, you do not own this game. For future as well, say the PS5 comes out and I've not do get one. If it's backwards compatible and I've changed my name and it's like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go back and down, I don't know say Final Fantasy 15 right hmm. and and like five years from now I'm like I really want to dig into that no you don't own it uh, yeah that's going to annoy me yeah hmm. but but yeah I think that that's something that for, for you if you do want to change your name I would wait on it up until the point where there's a game say, list yeah there's a game list so they, they will put that out before launch um, and if there's any games on it that are that, sorry, that are not on it that you're bothered about like playing even maybe three four years in the future, then I would not do it. <laughs> For me, I'm not yeah. I'm not going to do it because of trophies. Like I'm not bothered it, by trophies. Yeah, but I mean, if it stands any chance of breaking my trophies in any way, then I'm not fucking in for that. Like, there's no way. Like, like I, I mean, said, I'll, I'll consider. <laughs> I'll consider it if, like, obviously the game list comes out because I think the fan one will be more conclusive. Like, it's never going to be complete. I wouldn't reckon for years, but like within the first year of this, like by the end of next year, there's going to be like, okay, if like, if there's, if I have a look at it and it's like, okay, I won't miss that, that's fine. But if 
like see something like Resi Seven. It's something that I might want to fire back on at some point, you know. So we'll see. But yeah, they did say that most of the biggest games will be supported. So like something like Resi Seven, I imagine like it'll be supported. Um, and like Destiny, Destiny Two, that sort of stuff. Like the things that people do play, um, that stuff will be supported. But uh, yeah, I think wait wait and see what the list is on that. And uh, I I would like imagine say, Final Fantasy Fifteen will be because it's still good. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's DLC DLC come out for that. I was just it's using bad. them as examples because I can't yeah. think. But there's bound to be a game where I go, oh no, hold on, I, I want that. Like, like what happens if I want to go back and play stacking again, Ali? Xbox, it's on. I know I've I've downloaded it on Xbox and I've played it. No. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, uh, other news, the sales for the uh, UK charts came out this week and uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 was the biggest game of the week, obviously. Uh, it came out on Friday and it's uh, been the biggest game of the year, pretty much so far. Yeah, uh, apart from FIFA. Uh, over it physically, yes. Um, FIFA's the only one that's done bigger than it. And, and this is UK only. Oh yeah, I forgot COD sold a lot more digital than yeah, yeah. So, like in physical sales, uh, Red Dead mm. has done really well, which I think part of that's to do with the massive, massive file size on it. Like, because it's what it's a hundred gigabytes or something like that. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Like, hundred gigabytes is crazy for a game. Um, is that not what so, yeah, GTA was as well? Uh, I mean, it it might have been like when they did the the. No, it can't have been. No, because nobody sure had to, it's they've... at least seventy gig. Have they not had to put like Red Dead on two discs because it's so big? Don't know. Like, anyway, um, it's, with the, it's with the patches and stuff like that with the, the uh, Grand Theft Auto and now it's probably like yeah 70, 80 gig but day one it wasn't the only one that was about that size that I remember Quantum Break was, but that was because it was a whole <laughs> yeah, TV the, show you were downloading and the fucking like 4k assets you could download and all this like, yeah. Like, yeah. like oh my god I've still <laughs> got that in my, I've still got that in my what? Like, I, I, need to, I need to delete it I'm never going to be fair. It. You should play that game because it's fucking really good apart from the last boss. I think if I re-download it, I'll choose, you know, I give you the option of streaming the episodes. Yeah. I think I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> be the smart one, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's worth playing through though. It's a really good game. Um, but yeah, the, the top 10 was uh, number 10, The Crash Trilogy, number 9, Shadow of the Tomb Raider because it got a big sale last week. Um, you could get it for like 30 quid in most places. Did, which... did you? Well, uh, what was that? I seen it for twenty seven ninety nine. And yeah, CD keys. and CD keys and like CD keys is the grey market, but like fucking hell, that game's only been out about like three, four weeks, and uh, people were going crazy about it on uh, on Steam because they. I'll get it for a tenner on Black Friday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not tenner, but like you you get that game sub twenty quid like yeah. early next year, easy. Um, number eight, Super Mario Party. Number seven, Lego DC Super Villains. And uh, number six, Spider Man. Five, Assassin's Creed. Eurogamer game spelt it wrong here. They put Assassin's Creed Orangey. <laughs> what the f- at number four, Forza Horizon four, three FIFA nineteen, two Call of Duty Black Forza Ops Horizon's four. Forza Horizon being so high. I know it's on Game Pass. Why the fuck are people buying this? Um, and then number one, Red Dead Redemption two. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, no Man's Sky. I got a new update just out of the blue called the Abyss, and it's an underwater update. <laughs> I don't understand why, but okay. Like, have you ever it's been underwater in No Man's Sky? Uh, no. It's crap. If you go into the water, like, it's awful. So I don't know why they've bothered with that. Um, oh, we spoke about grip. Yeah, we'll talk about that again in a bit. 
Uh, yep, yeah, that's fine. Uh, oh, Vampire's coming to the Switch. Which is a weird that's, one. That's a game from Don't Nod. I can see why, because it's, I mean, it's not... Like, it's not a huge game in terms of the scope and stuff like that. Um, is there not an update for that where you don't have to do the combat now? Is that right? There's an update for it where they've reduced the amount of combat in the game. I don't think they've taken it out completely, but I think the strength of that game was definitely not its combat. The combat was not good. Um, but the like the dialogue and stuff like that and the choices and that were interesting. But I just didn't really connect See, with it because it was all Victorian. I, and that I did fancy this game, but you know it's going to come to Switch. And I'm not buying that 50 I think it's a weird one for like this to come and Life is Strange not to come <laughs> like hmm because it's made by Don't Nod it's not published by Don't Nod obviously but Life is Strange is not there like and Life is Strange would fit perfectly on Twitch it's on fucking mobile um, Sega's launched an official online merchandise store in the UK and Europe and there's some cool stuff in there cool Sonic toys and things uh, Capcom's uh, yearly operating income is up 110%, mostly thanks to uh, Monster Hunter, because Monster Hunter came out. Is Monster Hunter any good? I didn't play it. You played Monster Did you play Monster Hunter World, Ali? Uh, no, I did not, because I don't like Monster Hunter. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't have any interest in it either. Um, I think Fraser maybe played it. But no, I never got into it. Like it connected with the Destiny crowd after Destiny Two was done with. I hate the Destiny crowd. It's like <laughs> sub Call of Duty players, man. They they pretty much moved over to Monster Hunter and got their Destiny effect from Monster Hunter, which is a strange one to go with. But that's where they went. Yes, totally weird. Like, let's play a game that's nothing like the one that we. Yeah. I don't know it why worked. it did so well. I really don't like if like why did this one take off? It's because it's because of that. It was it was Destiny Two. Destiny Two was not what people wanted, and Monster Hunter had all the things in it that people that, like played Destiny Two wanted. That's that's what it was. They pulled the Destiny Two. Surely they want aliens and sci-fi, not walking slowly across a. <laughs> with a boring sword that swings so slowly I mean, and doesn't even give you good impact when you hit the monster. A lot of that shit is in Destiny as well. No, but... Yeah, we yeah, so. It was all to do with that. Like the, It's kind of like an MMO with like the raids and all that sort of stuff in it. and That's what people went for and liked about Destiny. And they didn't get what they wanted out of Destiny 2 and they went for that instead. <laughs> that's what it is. That's how it sold so well. Because the reviewers went, oh, this is like Destiny. And people went, oh, I don't want Destiny 2. Let's play that. What reviewer said that? What reviewer said that? What reviewer said that? From that that time, (laughs) all of them. No, not all of them. Nobody (laughs) said that. No one said, this is like Destiny 2. This slow ass. This is like Destiny 1. Like a first Destiny 1. Not like Destiny 2. I, I agree with Ali. No one I've spoken to a lot of people who play Monster <laughs> Hunter, and that's not why they play Monster Hunter. They don't play it because oh, it's like Destiny. They play it's it because because it's Monster Hunter. Oh, the voice you hear in a few long um, abandoned co-host, uh, Mister Rush. Hello, it's nice to be back on here. Anyway. Um, I know it's been far too long again, as per usual. I mean, it's now just become a, a, a kind of a six mm-hmm. monthly sort of review. Me jumping back in, in never. It's, you know? it's like a performance review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That's, that's basically what it is. Uh, yeah, so probably won't hear me. It's only really long, long-time listeners will know who I am. So, uh, you know, I'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, let's move off Monster Hunter Destiny nonsense. Yeah, because that's a ridiculous <laughs> statement you made. What's, what's this? Waluigi fans are causing drama. Yeah, they went. Oh, they always cause drama. Wow. Is it not something to do with, like, um, isn't it Waluigi hasn't been represented in the new Smash Bros or something? Isn't yeah, it? and I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> I mean, he's like he's a popular. trophy or something like that, but he's not, like, a playable character in it. I think, I mean, Nintendo's probably just doing it to troll these people. Because they get more publicity out of not putting them in the game than they would do if they actually put them in the game. I think he'll be in the game. He might be, but I wouldn't hold your breath. Because he's an assist trophy, they're not going to get mine. Yeah. Pay DLC four ninety nine to get Wild. <laughs> Probably yeah. no doubt, man. <laughs> um, Sega shared a ten hour mix of Sonic Adventure Two's Pumpkin Hill rap. Yeah, the the rap it was genius. I'm Knuckles, such a good song. <laughs> um, Pumpkin uh, rap, right? I'll need to keep that in mind for Katie when she comes in. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what that is. Like, I don't know that song. Remember when you had to do the treasure hunting mission with Knuckles? Um, no. You call yourself a Sonic fan. <laughs> watch it. Ten hour version. I'm not going to watch a ten hour version or <laughs> even a normal version. <laughs> uh, we already spoke about the charts. Um, the Mega Drive turned thirty. Tell me your favourite Mega Drive memories, Ali. Having having one and not having to um, update it. Um, Probably because it, my brother never played games really, and we used to always feel like we still do. But like he, um, it, when we played Golden Axe together, that was that was probably mine playing Golden Axe or like Stevens, my cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was younger, playing games on that because we were allowed to play it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, after the Amstrad incident. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, what's your favourite Mega Drive memory? For me, it's, uh, yeah, I always remember my dad and his best mate, Mark. Um, they they had a specific bag where they would either cart over each other's Mega Drives to one of their houses to play Madden. Yes. And I used to always be allowed to stay up late to watch them play Madden on the Mega Drive. That was one of my earliest memories of the Mega Drive. And then the earliest memory of me playing the Mega Drive would have been Sonic. You know, like I was when I was finally allowed to, and I always remember the day where I was at primary school, and it was back in the time where yes, I knew about the cheat to, um, uh, you know, to jump through levels. Yeah. However, I decided I wanted to complete all of Sonic without using the cheat. Right. Yeah. So what I would do would be I'd get as far as I could, pause the game, turn my TV off, and go to school. But obviously, back when you're in primary kind of five or primary six, your mum would come in and clean your yep. room without you even saying. So, of course, she saw the red light on the Mega Drive and oh, turned no. the Mega Drive off when I was about four levels, just before you got to the kind of, the I can't remember the... the, the Scrambled egg zone. Yeah, I can't remember. Ah, yeah, it was like the, one of the last zone. It was like maybe two or three zones away from the last one. It was like quite close anyway. It took me ages to get to that point. And I, yeah, uh, that was that was one of them. And then 
for some strange reason, another random memory was playing the Winter Olympics 1996 with my best mate because, and uh, and uh, we were just laughing at each other because we could not get to grips with the cross country skiing um, <laughs> uh, sort of game mode, and I don't understand why that was like it just it seems to stick out in me as if it was yesterday. Just us laughing at each other trying to get through. The cross country skiing and skiing in Winter Olympics like six, yeah. and um, sorry for one final one. And if you just give me two seconds, because I've actually got the Mega Drive thing here, and I just want to make sure that I've got the right um, thing. So, can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I've actually brought up a couple of games to my girlfriend's house, and uh, my final one, my final memory is Ghouls and Ghosts. That was my final memory. Uh, Ghouls and ghosts, and just laughing my ass off at the fact that uh, I just love the fact that every time you get hit, you lose a piece of your armour to the point where you're running around in your underpants trying to like kill ghosts and ghouls. And uh, it's that theme tune has stuck with me to this day. If I hear that theme tune, I just get flooded back to memories of being at uh, of what I, you know, well our family, well Jack and Finella's. Uh, house at Stephen's room with the wee white TV that he had and being able to play the Mega Drive on, on that thing. So yeah, I've got a good. I've got a lot of fond memories with the Mega Drive because I never had a Nintendo. I didn't really know a lot of people that had Nintendo, so it was always Mega Drive. So yeah, it was, I've got a lot of fond memories with the Mega Drive. So yeah, that's awesome. So like my 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 other one was obviously Sonic Three borrowing off my friend so I could play because I only had Sonic and Knuckles and getting all fourteen emeralds to get the final the final Doomsday Zone mm-hmm. and yeah having to give him it back was a horrible day I I, I remember <laughs> handing him it back and didn't want to Andy what's your Mega <laughs> Mega Drive memory Yeah I mean I I did really like how you could plug shit into stuff in in, in the Mega Drive like it was one of those crazy things where you had the cart, cool, that was fine, and you would just you were you were so used to just having like the cart and you plugged it in. And then they brought out like the fucking thirty two X. You're like, okay, I plug this thing in and then plug the cart into that and then um but the ones that I really liked was like Sonic and Knuckles, like you said. And you could just plug any cart into it. And it just it, it most of them they gave you like a level in Blue Sphere. So like a randomly generated level, which was really cool. Um even though I don't like Blue Sphere. But, like, the other one that I really remember was uh, Micro Machines Turbo Tour, I think it was 96. Oh, like, Micro Machines, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it had two extra controller ports on it because they wanted you to play, like, as many players as possible and without buying, like, any extra add-ons for the console. So you just plugged fucking two controllers into it and then, boom, you're good to go play four players. Like, oh, you've, you've started a wave of <laughs> nostalgia for me because another memory I remember is, again, just like Ali having to borrow a game from well, for me from my next door neighbour it was the Jurassic Park game and uh, getting really close to the end where you're Alan Grant and you're jumping through uh, the substation and you get to a certain point where the T-Rex head bursts through and you have to try and jump over the T-Rex head at a certain time before you could get mm-hmm. eaten and uh, I remember getting up to that point and uh, and obviously I had to like give it back to the to the next little neighbour and I was like absolutely raging that I couldn't play it anymore but I and then the, obviously the other one was um, you know blowing in the cartridges and into the thing thinking that that was going to help and then having that entire thing shattered a couple of years ago when you realise that actually did more damage <laughs> than, 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 than fixing it you're like oh what <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, it worked as a short-term fix. <laughs> it's fine. It, well, actually, what it was was the you know what the solution was that the reason that worked was because most of the time you turned it off and put it back on again. That was the solution. It just needed a, mm. a wee reboots at whatever you wanted. <laughs> that's 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 why it worked. It wasn't blown in the cartridge. <laughs> what was and taking it out and putting it back in obviously realigned the pins. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole uh, other, that, that can be the whole cast memory, in that, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, moving Moving on on. from that, there's other other (laughs) news. Um, One of the Rockstar guys has come out, and uh, Dan Hauser has come out and spoken about why the Trump era would be impossible for GTA 6 to satirise. It's so ridiculous. (laughs) Like, surely. I don't don't read this article, but that would be what I would say. Um, Yeah, that's what he said. (laughs) He said said it wouldn't stand the test of time because people won't believe that, because it would be too realistic, like the stuff that Mm. they usually do uh, and take the piss out of in GTA. So this says to me that GTA 6 won't come out until there's another president, or if it does come out, that they'll just avoid the whole Trump sort of thing, or they'll do like a wee semi-node to it, because they can't focus on that, because it's ridiculous in itself. Well, it's not just that, it's just... The president in the game before, have they? Well, it doesn't need to be about the the president, it's It's more the the political way that everything is, because again, it's exactly the same thing with South Park. That's why they've decided to go away from... From kind of using kind of current events and go back to their like I don't know if anyone's seen the new season, but this the new season they're going back to their original kind of seasons where where it's just random episodes and they're taking maybe the odd bit here and there about you know like current day events. Whereas a couple of seasons beforehand, before Trump came in, they ended up kind of doing like storylines that were based on everything that was happening that week in the news. Whereas now they've actually all, yeah, Mark and Trey uh, have they all had come to out. rewrite the whole season because yeah, they... sorry, Matt and Trey, uh, they, they they they've literally come out and they've said yeah, we we can't do any political satire as much anymore because again, as Rockstar said, no a nobody would believe that it was true, and b the fact that like real life has now got to the point where it's just too like you know it's, it, it is satire now to themselves because yeah, yeah. it's it's the same re- it's the same i same thing that. Um, uh, Eniaudu Avicii, I can't remember his, uh, his uh, proper name, but uh, the guy who did like the thick of it, the reason why they stopped doing the thick of it was because everything that was happening that they wanted to do in, life, yeah. Yeah, in future uh, thick of it actually happened in real life. So they go, well, there's no point in us doing that because it's happening, you know, and I think that's what a lot of these satirical shows are struggling with is the fact that, like, the world is getting so ridiculous that they're kind of going, yeah, this is what we would have written as satire, but it's actually happening and it's very scary <laughs> that that's happening, you know. A um, couple of new games coming to Xbox Game Pass. Um, so there's All LA 2XL, Sniper Elite 4, Sheltered and Rise and Shine coming on the 1st of November. And then uh, on the, I think it's the 7th or the 8th when it comes out, uh, Grip is coming to the Xbox One Game Pass. Uh, so that's day day one for that. I think that's a very smart move, yeah, for for that game. And I'll I'll talk about it in, in a bit when we get to what we're playing. Um, Switch has hit twenty two point eight six million consoles worldwide. Uh, so it's now officially outsold the GameCube. That's unreal. Which is quite good. Like, uh, I think it's slowed down a lot though. Like, and I don't think the Switch has had. Ross, are you sending a message back to World War Two? Like. 
I know, I know, so, I know. Sorry, I didn't realize my. I'm uh, blowing this story wide open. I, know, I, I was trying to keep it as far away from the mic as possible, but the mic's bloody too fucking good. <laughs> like, I, I don't think that the uh, the Switch has had up with a like great year this year, to be honest. Like for its first party releases, like say, yeah. in the last six months, it's not had a lot of good stuff come out. Like, where's the tent? Where's the tent poles in the last six months? There hasn't been any. You can't name any. Six months. I, I'm just trying to think. Well, Splatoon Two year? came out six months ago. Now, was that no, last Splatoon year? Splatoon Two was last year. Yeah. Don't know. It's it's about, it's, oh, I use back on your switch so I can just zone out. <laughs> 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 no, but there hasn't been much in the switch. To be fair, everything's been geared Pokemon and Smash Brothers. To be fair, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of third parties and shovelware arrived on it, as expected with a console that does well. Um. But yeah, no, nothing really from Nintendo. Obviously, you've Donkey Kong, but that's again a Wii U game. Um, I can't think of any big Toad, Wolfenstein 2, but again, Wii oh, U third party. Yeah, like the the only game was like Kirby, and that was like the, the right very beginning of the year, and even that it wasn't that good. Starlink maybe. Yeah, I know it's multi-platform though. Mario, yeah. Mario Tennis is probably the like the biggest game they've had this year. Yeah, no, it was okay. It was okay, but I only need to play that once a year. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> when you get hyped for Wimbledon. Yeah, which happens to once be, a year. To be completely fair, I I will be in, in a flat that, that will possibly have a Switch uh, by the end of the year, so uh, I'll probably end up finally <laughs> being able to, you know, contribute to your Switch conversation. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll thought, see. It's a big thing that my girlfriend really wants to get. It's um, it's to get uh, some form of switch just to have breath of the wild. Yeah, yeah. That's basically why. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, she she's sitting there and she was so close to getting one until I convinced her to just wait a couple more months until November, uh, when obviously all the sales and all that stuff will come through. So yeah, probably next month I'll be be able to come on hopefully on a Tuesday and be like I finally know what the switch is all about <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Zelda um, the guys that made uh, the Castlevania show on Netflix are apparently working on a Legend of Zelda series well the big announcement is to happen mid-November uh, because the creator of, Ca- the, of the Castlevania TV show has been teasing a massive uh, announcement about a Japanese company that he's going to be working with to create a TV show, and the rumor is, is it's going to be Zelda. Yeah, I don't think I want a Zelda TV show. Like Link is a fucking silent protagonist. Excuse me, princess. <laughs> exactly. They're going to make him talk, and it's going to be awful. I don't want it. Maybe they don't. What's the Castlevania TV show like anyway? Because I've not had a chance to watch it yet. Ah, there's a problem. So, sorry, Rush, your microphone was booming, but I've just discovered you can lower a user volume. Yeah. That's fine. Cool. What was the Castlevania series like? I enjoyed it, and I don't like the games. Hmm. I never watched it, so... I think you'd like it. You're, you're, you're anime sometimes, Andy, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I will watch it at some point, but I just never got I mean, you, you were really into your hentai films, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now and again. I've been <laughs> um, okay, uh, data miners have uncovered evidence of a Diablo themed amiibo. I don't Fine. see this. See if it's that. Like... See if it's that big demon. I'll buy that. 
I mean, I don't want a Diablo Amiibo at all. Don't buy it. That's <laughs> What's the solution. That's the I don't think... problem solved. I mean, I don't Just call see... me the problem solved. I don't see Nintendo <laughs> fans wanting this, to be honest, but okay. Um, I do. Amiibo out of fucking anything. Like the Dark Souls guy. Like, I don't why are they that. making That's a move of that? Stupid. It looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, so uh, Rockstar has uh, come out and uh, announced the Red Dead Redemption 2's sales for the uh, opening. I think it's the opening in like three days, basically the weekend. Uh, it made $725 million. Yes, I guess opening of all time, I think, or something. Uh, it didn't make more than GTA. Oh, did it no. not? All oh, right, okay. No. I, I skimmed through some of the news before on the bus, yeah. and I thought it was the biggest opening. Yeah, so a couple of websites did say that, but it's not true. <laughs> like, I don't know why they said that, because, like, GTA Five made a billion dollars in, like, its opening weekend. A billion so, dollars? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Which read that, I mean, 725 million is a fucking hell of an amount of money. Like, if you look at most, like, blockbuster movies, like, most of them, like, will get up to around that figure by the time they're finished, they're run. But this has made that in three days. Like, so GTA that's crazy. 6. GTA, GTA 6. I'm ahead of time. I'm from the future. GTA 5, <laughs> like, is, is a big game. Like, GTA is the, their staple. That's, that is Rockstar's bread and butter. Regardless of all the Max pains, whatever else, GTA is there. Yeah, definitely. Like, so I'm surprised it's made so much, to be honest. Like, Red Dead 2. Because it's more of a kind of niche title, but... I would disagree with that. Like, yeah, I would disagree with that, actually. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, UFC 3 is now available in the EA Access Vault. Oh, you dicks. I just bought that like two weeks ago. <laughs> what, I mean, sorry, what was that again? UFC 3 is in EA oh, Access yeah. now. I literally just bought that. You like... should never buy a fucking EA game. <laughs> like, no, yeah, right. Yeah, I haven't, even bought, I haven't even bought Madden 19 yet because of like bugger, bugger EA. I'm not even doing that. I've, I've managed to hold off in the hockey, so but I bought UFC 3 because I thought... It's going to be a while before it's on a yak set, and like it dropped the thirty quid, and I went, "Yeah, this is this is when I buy this." And now it's on EA. Awesome. <laughs> Good guys, EA. Um, mm. Games of Gold got announced for uh, November, um, so these are coming out um, on the first and then the fifteenth, as they normally do. So you're getting Battlefield One on Xbox One, um, Race the Sun on Xbox One, and Assassin's Creed and Dante's Inferno on three sixty. See, so I, I've already got it, but. Free, right? So if you go onto is the EA Origin site or someone, if you download the the season pass, right, which is thirty five quid, and you're getting it on gold, you can get the entire Battlefield One thing for free, which isn't terrible. It's not bad for free. It's a weird move for them to do just before Battlefield Five comes Maybe out. Maybe to get hype because they're delaying, like their, their game's releasing in three parts. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, I think it's a weird one. Um, like they've got it on sale on PS4 right now for like three ninety nine. I was not going to buy it, but if I'm getting it free on Xbox, there's no fucking need for me to buy it on PlayStation. And the uh, the season pass is free everywhere. Like you know, you just need to look for it in the whatever store you're on. Yeah, is it free on the store? Do you not have to redeem yeah. it from me? No, no, I got it on the PSN store the other day for nothing. So oh, well. it's on. I got it platform, as well. You know. It's a good B campaign. Actually, I enjoyed it. I never finished the campaign. It was all right. Some of the some of the segments. I got to the bit with the guy with the flamethrower, and it was so slow walking up that hill <laughs> yeah. with all the armor on. I'm like, I don't care anymore. I'm turning this off. <laughs> the one bit that really, really annoyed me was uh, I think Andy will know what we're talking about. Is um, the tank one where you have to go all the way up and uh, not the not the tank one when you're actually the tank crew. 
but where you have to like defend from all the tanks, you have to run race basically around the entire map, trying to uh, offend off all the tanks and and everything coming up towards you. Oh, oh I can't remember what it was. Uh, I the wee town one, and then the other one that was bloody annoying was the um, uh, the near the final one, I think it was, where you're in the desert, and then you have to like sit in the weird train like howitzer, and you have to try and uh, take out all the desert town ones. Oh, it was weird. I don't think it wasn't was weird, it was but it was annoying as fuck. But. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption 2's uh, HDR has been analysed in. Quite a lot of detail by uh, Digital Foundry. Like, there's a good article over on Eurogamer about that. Um, but yeah, basically, they they've come out and said that the HDR support seems to have no real purpose, <laughs> like in the game, which is strange because like HDR is like a big, big thing now. Like, if you look at like God of War and like Spider Man and stuff like that, like these mm-hmm. games are pushing like HDR support as like being a huge thing. Like, it's on most of the boxes, like HDR enabled and all that sort of shit. Um, but like Red Dead seems to have gone away from that, which is a, a weird one for like one of the biggest games of the year. Well, that's because it's it's that good looking that they don't need HDR to make their games look good. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, okay. Uh, oh, this is a weird one. Battlefront Two got a free update this week. Battlefront Two. I'm sure. Oh, is this General Grievous? Yeah, General Grievous yeah. got added. Yeah, I'm sure. I thought they were done with this game. A, I'm like, what? I'm sure. No, I'm sure there's still a third story mission to come, or I could be wrong. <laughs> there's definitely a space for it in the campaign menu. I haven't played that in so long. It just wasn't as good as the first one. No, that game's that game's dead. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Like, I like, I enjoyed the first game, like what we played of it. Um, the maps were much the, better in the first one. Yeah, totally. Like the, the second game just didn't grab me whatsoever. The single player or the multiplayer stuff at all. Um, but yeah. General Grievous is cool, but it's too little too late for that game, I think. Um, just a heads up for uh, release date stuff. Uh, the Quiet Man, which is the game that Square Enix uh, announced at E3, like, out of nowhere um, this year. The That game's coming out on Thursday. Like, what is it? Like Thursday. you said, don't get this, and I'm like, I won't. So, <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is a game which is going to combine, like, gameplay elements with, like, live action stuff. Okay, so it's like um, Night Trap. Well, I don't know, but like <laughs> I, I've tried not to look up anything about it beyond like that initial trailer, and it kind of interested me. And it comes out on Thursday, so I'm going to buy it, and, and we'll play it and see what it's like. The um, but I mean, we've been quite into the, like the old FMV games in, in the last wee while, so I'll download it. Like, there's another one in it, uh, but it wasn't announced. I seen it on coming soon in Switch, and it's from the fort- the, the bunker. You know the yeah. yeah. Um, so there's the game. There's that game with the doctor. There's like Doctor Death or something. Or something. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna buy that actually this week on uh, on PS4. So don't don't nice. buy that one either. Okay. <laughs> and, and then there's another one coming out in a couple of weeks by those same people again. And and yeah. so the, these are the same people that made the bunker, but these I hope ones it's more are, like Late Shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I, I looked into them, and these are done more like Late Shift rather than the bunker. I think Late Shift is newer than the bunker. Right. They, they moved away from like what the bunker was and made it more like a kind of interactive movie type thing. Which was awesome. Like, yeah, and I don't know that these ones are quite as movie-like in terms of what's in them, because like, the Doctor one looks like you're like conducting interviews with people. 
like mm-hmm. you're obviously playing as a yeah. doctor. But yeah, there's certainly like, there seems to be a lot yeah, there's to be a lot of choices and stuff like that and it looks interesting, so like I am definitely gonna buy that this week. Yeah. Um oh yeah, and we need to do the polls, which we'll do in a minute. Um just a couple of the last news stories. Um Battles Compatible update, just cause Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Lords of Shadow two and uh Lords of Shadow Mirror of Fate H D all battles compatible. Cool if you like Castlevania games. It's a good time to do it because the Castlevania like Requiem games just came out on uh, on PS4. So it's a smart move for Xbox to pull these ones in now because those ones aren't coming to Xbox anytime soon. Uh, the Mega Drive Classics are getting uh, coming out in December on Switch. Like it's December 7th those are coming out. Uh, Is that the same classics that are coming with the Mega Drive console thing that you guys are talking about in the WhatsApp chat or? No, this this is the game that came out earlier on this year on uh, Xbox One and PS4. It's basically like fifty Mega Drive games. You remember they did it on the PS3 and Xbox 360. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. It's pretty much the same as that, except Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles aren't in it for some reason. Michael Jackson. Mm. That's why. <laughs> that's what that's why it is. Uh, the Humble Bundle came out for PlayStation again, which has a bunch of games in it that Shit. are of varying quality, but it's very cheap. Like, Genesis is good. And you can no, get that for not. like... Have you played it? It is. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Have you yeah. finished it? No. <laughs> not that good, then. <laughs> There's a lot of games I've, finished that I've not finished that are very good games. Final Fantasy XV's Zelda. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there was a whole big theory came out about the Smash Bros. stuff, and like you you thought it was for Ken and Shadow. It is. This, there's this whole theory, like, I watched a video about it earlier on, and, like, there's a massive theory that would take about 20 minutes to explain, so I'm not going to go into it, but basically the theory is that they're going to announce five characters like this, because of this yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, so it looks like they're going to do five characters, and then there's apparently going to, like, according to this leak, there's going to be one final character, which is not announced at this, uh, at this direct, but is going to be, in fact, announced at the Xbox event. Why? Because it's the the final character is supposed to be Banjo Kazooie, uh, and like obviously Microsoft like owns that property because it's because it's rare, and so that's apparently going to be the final character that's announced for Smash Bros. And you can't I can't imagine them doing that without like fucking announcing a new Banjo game. <laughs> like why would they? Not. Why would they go on? Oh, and, and by the way, like at this mic at this fucking Xbox event on the Switch, here's this like character coming out. You can't play this game on Xbox. But go and buy a Switch. Like, they're not going to do that. But then again, they added um, Ryu to Sonic All-Stars Racing and they didn't announce Shenmue five years after. Yeah, yeah, but that's not a Microsoft property. It's very so? different. It's not it's as... Very as yeah, Sandy. But yeah, especially if they're doing it at that event. I can't see them doing that and not announcing a Banjo game. That would be strange. But they should do a Banjo game. Because... Banjo-Kazooie is fucking good. Mm. And ukulele is not. It is. It is good? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that's all the all the news. Alright. So, polls, Ali, polls. Okay, so... What was your one you were... So the poll that I was talking about earlier on was about, uh, about Daredevil. And this was a this was a poll that <laughs> I was sorry for, for for those the uninitiated. Uh, what is your poll segment? I don't 
it's called it's called poll position. I was waiting for Ali to introduce it. Ali does the segments, but yeah, it's called poll position, and basically we do a poll um, on uh, on Twitter, and you can answer the poll, and we will talk about the results of the poll on the show. Okay, we, a couple of, a couple of weeks ago we did the one with all the best battle, battle royale game, which had very fucking surprising results. Um, but anyway, we we did do a poll the other week, which was about NFC games. Um, mm-hmm. It's like Toys to Life stuff. Which we'll talk about in a minute, and I'll, I'll tell us the results of that poll. But the one I that I was talking about earlier on in the show was that uh, one of our friends, uh, G, uh, who is known as Science Pie on Twitter, he put up a tweet which was related to what I was talking about in Daredevil earlier on, and he simply said, "Do you like Karen in Daredevil?" And his he had two options for response. One was, "I suppose," and the other one was, "Fuck off, Karen." <laughs> and uh, fuck off, Karen won that poll. <laughs> Quite and I was, shit. And yeah, and I, I, I did vote fuck off Karen because yeah, she's kind of shit to be honest. So okay, so anyway, our poll was on because um, Starlink had just came out, and we wanted mm. to know the best Toys for Life game. So um, we had at number four Skylanders come in last, surprising the the veteran there. Um, Starlink came in third. Above Skylanders, mm. that must just been because of hype. Second, Disney Infinity, mm. and number one was Lego Dimensions, which I would agree on. I didn't vote in this one. Did you vote? Uh, I, I did vote. Um, I think there's kind of two ways to look at this. Um, Disney Infinity had the best figures in terms of design because the, the Lego ones are they're just Lego figures. Um, but Lego Dimensions had the best gameplay. Starlink yeah. hasn't really been out for long enough to like really say one one with the other. Um, but yeah, Lego Dimensions had the best gameplay. Like, so Paul confirmed Skylanders is dead. Skylanders is dead. It's not just it's, taking a break. It's dead. Yeah, it's done. Like, there's no... I, had, I can't come back now. Not at this point. I had to laugh my ass off at the fact that Ali was con- constantly for months convinced, was convincing me to get Lego Dimensions. Mm. And I finally got Lego Dimensions. Mm. And I got all the packs. And then about two, <laughs> three months later, I was like, Lego Dimensions is no more. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. I've still I was like, got... for fuck's sake, Ali. <laughs> I've, I've still got mine. I had the, like, the Batman pack and stuff, and then they cancelled it. I was like, God damn it. But just think of this way, you're a Lego collector, Ross, so you've got cheap Lego collection. Yeah. Ah, well, unfortunately for me, that bloody Lego collection has disappeared into the three-year-old's like, chest somewhere. <laughs> I don't even have a clue what it is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Lego Dimensions 1. We'll have another for next week but thanks everyone again this week uh, Lego Dimensions is the king of toys to life games um, so anyway will we move on to what we've been playing then yes okay so I only think it's fair that you stand back see we'll not get Andy to do that It doesn't really hold when it keeps cutting out, does it? <laughs> I, I, I see what you're doing. Um, it's like yeah. the cowboy theme tune. Thing. It was. It yeah. was indeed. It was indeed. Good, bad, um, and the ugly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is a stick-up. Um, Ross is on for a reason. I made him buy a game this weekend. Okay. okay yes, I... Yes. I purchased the game, and it's it's not very it's not very often I purchase a game. 
And um, yes, I purchased. Uh, it's, it's it's a small game from a small developer. Indie, um, indie developer. I got it know, as well. I was as um, as Andy says, you know, it's such a niche genre and a niche game. There's no way that it could be totally, you know, media worthy or any form <laughs> of, you know, conversational topic at all. Because, you know, Andy quite rightly says it's such a genre that nobody cares about. You know, it has to be. But no, I did purchase Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, unfortunately for me, because I've now moved in with my girlfriend, who's a three-year-old, I've only managed to clock up about two and a half hours on the bloody game, <laughs> and I'm effing raging. <laughs> and there was speeds, like it's essentially it's getting to the point where any time she went to nursery, I'd have an hour and a half to, to to play it until we had to, you know, sort things out before she got back. But um, so Ali will probably have a lot more. Um, a conversation uh, to talk about, but so far for me, it, obviously, I think it's quite hilarious how Ali is now all of a sudden number one Western fan. Considering six months ago, Andy, <laughs> I think if you remember last time I was on here, I think both of you were ripping, you know, ripping the piss out of me with my Western. Uh, <laughs> uh, too many cowboys. Yeah, too many cowboys indeed. But no, it's good. It's really, really, really good. It's <laughs> I know I saw that. Be- See, this is what it feels like, Andy, when you guys talk about the switch. <laughs> but um, it's good. It's uh, so you, you're visually- a big fan of the first one, though, Ross. Yeah, you you love. Oh, fantastic fan. One. Yeah, absolutely fantastic fan. I played that multiple times. I hundred percent completed it. Um, not on my account, unfortunately, because my account was like. Uh, yeah, I didn't log in. It's one of those ones where, like, my flatmate and I were sharing the same Xbox 360, mm. and I totally forgot to like sign into my account when I was playing Red Dead Redemption. Um, but I've got it again. I've been replaying it, and yeah, I was a fan of the first one. The first one was great. I loved the first one. I loved the kind of solo idea. The only thing that I didn't like about the first one was that it was so close to modern day. Uh, well, when I say modern day, but that kind of turn of the it century. Was, it was the end of the Cowboys, like yeah, exactly, yeah. Which 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 was a great kind of you know era to explore. And obviously, when you found out Red Dead Redemption Two was this prequel, then I thought, oh, here we go. There's going to be no, you know, obviously, I I don't know if you can get to, you know, well, I don't know if you can get to Blackwater, but obviously in the first Red Dead Redemption, we got to Blackwater. You know, people are driving cars. There's not really any yeah. horses or carts and all that stuff. Uh, so obviously, remember, Ali, no spoilers for me. No, no, no spoilers, um, right? So I'm going to jump in and out with you. So yeah. Red Dead Redemption One, I've not finished. Andy was ah. my opinion. Here, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, you need to you need to catch me up here. Check your WhatsApp. Now I like the idea of the solo idea of um, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> oh my God, Andy's outdone us, Ross. <laughs> You know how I'd planned this and I'd get myself <laughs> offline I on know, Xbox. Yeah, I just see it there, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, I, 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 I really... I've been making excuses, Ross, for a week not to play Call of Duty. <laughs> and I, I've been sitting going, do you know what the most annoying thing hiding this from Andy this week is, Tasha? I can't play Call of Duty because if I go online, he'll see my trophies, my achievements. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't even get a game of COD and I've been missing it. Like, I'll be straight on that tomorrow night now that I've, I've revealed this, but I can't believe Andy's <laughs> went and got it. So, yeah, I didn't like the first one, right? But I think the biggest problem with me with the first one is it felt like San Andreas with a cowboy skin. 
or yeah, GTA 4 with a cowboy skin. Whereas the feeling I'm getting from this, this is this is this is different. This is something else. This is what it aimed to be. This feels more along the lines of LA Noir story wise. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I this, mean for me so far and obviously I've only got as far as and hopefully like, how many hours have you got so can, sorry before uh, we start how many hours you get to Andy how much have you played it uh, about six right I've right, got okay, 12 hours right. I've got 12 and a half hours in this. so in that case I'm the one that's got less so I've only got just as far as the first obviously spoilers for anyone listening um, well not really spoilers but I've got up to the point where you do your first kind of um, uh, train robbery okay. The Driscolls, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Driscolls. So, like, you've, you you find out about all that stuff, and then you you take on the train. Uh, so, I've just got to the end of that because I had to stop it because Ailey came in from nursery, and the last thing she really wanted to see was whether or not I, I kept the guys alive or decided to dispose of them. <laughs> uh, so, I, I I mean, if anyone knows me, uh, yeah, I, I did I did the bad way. Uh, while she went in for her potty time, <laughs> I to go, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's as far as I am just now in in the story itself. Uh, mm. For used to just to kind of get an idea. Uh, but so far, um, story wise, I, I at first I really really liked the first one because you were this kind of lone gunslinger, a lone cowboy, that kind of like. Like kind of Clint Eastwood sort of idea, man with no name. Well, when you say man with no name, but you know that idea where it's just you, your own. And I thought when I came in Red Dead Redemption Two, oh, the fact that you're going to have this uh, gang, it's going to detract from the story of mm. your protagonist as you. But so far, it's actually done a really, really good job. Where I'm really drawn into the gang itself. I want to find out more about the people that are in the gang, more about the characters. I want to find out more about Dutch. I want to find out more about, not even just Dutch, like the Strauss. I want to find out more Uncle. about Micah. I want to find out about <laughs> all these other like characters. Uh, and I know that I'll find out more about it the more I play. Um, and I do like the fact that they've made you play as Arthur as a protagonist rather than going straight into you playing as John Marston in a prequel type idea, which I thought was very, very cool. Uh, And so far, visually, I can see it would be an amazing game, like 4K, and even my TV, it would be amazing. But unfortunately... Not on the PlayStation Four. So even no, no, it's even like my TV isn't even 4K, but it's better than the TV that I'm using at K's. But I can see how visually stunning it would look. Yeah, I sent you some screenshots. Remember, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm jealous." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those ones where Katie doesn't like my TV because it is starting to get a purple blotch on it, which I ignore. But her TV is, it says it's 1080, but I'm pretty sure it's 20. Right. Uh, so yeah, um, obviously, from my lack of playtime so far, yeah. I can't say too much about it. But from what I've seen and from what I've kind of like, you know, like worked around, it's looking pretty bloody decent. And I'm actually really, really, you know, impressed at the fact that they've already within that two hours improved on Red Dead Redemption so much. Even just the kind of the the controls, the menu system, because I found Red Dead Redemption, the first one, I found it really, really difficult to aim and shoot in Red Dead Redemption, but 
uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and find that they've got a wee bit more of a kind of, uh, it's not really all lame, but it just feels a lot uh, more fluid than it did in Red Dead Redemption. You know, it's, does that make def- sense? There's definitely or, a lot of lame. Like you can turn that off though, but there's definitely yeah, yeah. But I, I immediately turned it off when I realized okay, when I you <laughs> go through the first kind of major gunfight, I realized mm-hmm. that's what it was on because I was getting a wee bit kind of disorientated when I was trying to aim at something and it's like swinging me over to another thing. Um, I will say that one of the things that's uh, making well my girlfriend laugh so much when she watches it and uh, me so frustrated is I end up spending more time after a gunfight trying to find my hat that's been shot off than I do, (laughs) you know, gunfighting. Because I'm like, no, I want my bloody hat back. And I'm like running around trying to figure out where my goddamn hat has gone. (laughs) Yeah, so um, me playing it, do you know what this is like to me? Obviously, I've played Red Dead up till you go to Mexico, you know, when you go over the water, Right. right? So... Do you know, I do like John Marston, and I thought this is going to be weird not playing as John Marston. Um, like, as much as I wasn't the biggest fan of the game, I just, I liked him. But the cool thing is when he's introduced in this, and I don't know how far you guys are, but I've already told Ross it's not much a spoiler, but your character has had a falling out with, as he calls him, yeah. Little John. I, I picked that up so far as to where I right. am. Like, cool. especially the way that he interacts, like, with... Uh, Marston when he's like you know just lying down injured I kind of I'm getting to that point where I'm like going yeah there is a wee bit of beef between the two I don't know if it's something to do with Abigail but I know that mm. there's a wee bit of beef between John and Arthur I've not got into any of their stuff uh, that spoiler wise but my theory is like you know Finney's kid and he missed them and he loved them and that's why when he first met Bonnie that um, he was like no no my wife and kid and blah 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 He's a dick to his wife. Like, for, mm-hmm. like every time you're walking through the camp, he's like slating her, or like he's he says snidey comments to you. And I've tried to goad him into a fist fight. Actually, it's got that bad. Uh, it doesn't work. Um, well, it hasn't worked so far. Um, and y- y- I don't know how how much to say without saying anything. But like, there has been something with them before, but. At the moment, I've not got any concrete stuff that I can spoil. I've only got what I can piece together, but I don't want to go into mm-hmm. it in case it spoils it for you guys. Yeah. Right? I don't know. If, no, no. I do, I, for the listeners as well, and for Andy, yeah. like it's 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 a nice touch. What I've decided, and I've said this a lot to you, Ross, because obviously I didn't know Andy fucking outdone us, man. I had a whole plan for this show, Andy. Because <laughs> yeah, like, Ross came on late, like I was like, oh god damn it, man, we can't do it. Um, but like. Um, <laughs> Basically, this to me is like Rogue One, where it's when I heard it was a peak one, I'm like, oh, that's just ruined. I think I even said that a few weeks ago, Andy, in the show as well. I'm like, yeah. you should be able to play as John, blah, blah, blah. This fits that well that it feels as necessary. And even the director said that he designed it as a companion piece rather than trying to outdo it so that it fit in perfectly, rather, you know, the retcon and stuff or anything like that. So it fits perfectly like Rogue Rogue One did when you and your hope so far to me that's what I feel Arthur who I thought oh great it's not John he's not going to be excited I, I prefer him and think he's actually more like Clint Eastwood in other films than John Marston yeah. was in the first one it's enough that it's not like GTA like I said I'm comparing it more to Elaine Noir through the controls yeah. the way it looks graphically like Elaine Noir looked better than GTA because it wasn't designed to always be played open world this right 
I think I believe I said to you, Ross, and I stand by this after 12 and a half hours in the game. This is as important to open world games as GTA 3 was. GTA 3 being the biggest one that came out that launched Rockstar into the stratosphere um, because it was such a significant leap, not only in graphics but gameplay. This yeah. is this is the same. This is this is going to be a big important thing in the history of games of where this is taken. Like there's the review that said there's no going back. I, I agree, man. Like I've said as well, this is it doesn't apologize for how slow it goes. It's slow paced, and I've always said that. Why why have a horse when you can drive a car in GTA? But it feels right in this game. Mm-hmm. Whereas because Red Dead Redemption One felt so much like GTA, it just felt like a slowed down GTA in purpose. This. Yeah. I've actually came to the point where oh, I fucking hate it, man. Right, we'll get into a bit of gameplay because I don't want to like winch the face off this game too much. Um, when it, when I'm in Valentine, the sort of first town you come to, the amount of times that I'm wanting my horse to speed up and end up running over somebody's dog or knocking over a pig or bashing a horse and it's like the sheriff's like, right, beat it, I'm coming after you and then I have to try and earn 20 quid to pay my bounty. I now, when I get in the town, I play it like a cowboy movie. I got off my horse and and I'm just walking, like, howdy, yeah. partner, howdy, folks. And, like, I made the mistake of rushing in to pay my um, my bounty, and he kicks open the door with such frosty, everyone panics, and the sheriff came after me again. So I'm like, right, I even have to walk into here. So, like, the cool things, I'll touch on these, and I'll let you two, two guys take off, because I need to pee. But, like, I, I like the cinematic mode, because it's the only way to all follow the road, really, because that annoys me. Like, like holding A, uh, and just going, whereas like if you do that normally the horse, whatever um, but if you put on cinematic mode whole day the best way to play this is an Xbox One X, obviously, not in PlayStation 4 Pro uh, the HDR I don't think would benefit this game because HDR from my experience uh, watching a lot of 4K movies uh, some some movies benefit from HDR like um, Trolls and CGI style ones like Transformers but then there'll be other movies that's kind of dark like um, Deadpool's kind of gritty looking like this game is HDR being off in that movie looks a lot better because the contrast's all out of balance when you stick HDR on on Deadpool. So when you put that news story up, I really wanted to comment on it, Andy, because I'm like, this game's meant to look brown, dark, dull and gritty. And I've never cleaned up so shiny pig shit earlier that I did in the game with a pitchfork than I have in this. This is one of the best looking games I've ever played. It's up there with Uncharted 4. Um... Uh, really need to pee. Sorry, I've got two horses. They're called Gino Ginelli. Is that <laughs> um, the Italian and, ice cream? Yeah, Gino uh, or Gino Ginelli. So, like, um, I basically, basically, I had to restart an hour's worth of progress earlier because I was uh, there's a quest you're given to take photos of the six or seven or whatever most famous gunfighters of the West, oh, and yeah. uh, one of them ran away in the train and I had to chase him and he's on the roof of the train and you have to do this, I don't know if you guys have done it, it's like a quick draw thing where it slows down to dead eye mode and you have to hold an R and it's like almost like a game of chicken, like how long do you hold R for to get a better shot and as I was doing that I noticed my horse off on the left like running next to the train and we went over a bridge and then the horse wasn't there and I'm like, ah, I thought nothing of it I finished the mission and it's like your horse has died and I'm like oh my god, I went back and he'd obviously kept running and ran off the edge of the bridge and I'm like, I, I'm not doing, I'm not, I need Ginelli back, I can't do this, so I reloaded my save from an hour before and I, I patted the horse for 15 minutes before the show because I felt that bad that this virtual horse <laughs> died and um, yeah, I'm I, like, I, I can't get over how much I this game 
Um, like I said, earlier more modern GTA. Uh, Red Dead Redemption One was more like slow GTA. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is its own thing. It's big. It's probably going to be my game of the year. I'm alive. There's nothing that can beat it this year now for me. Um, and I thought I'd already my game of the year sorted. I never thought I'd say it, but th- this this is the game. This is it. This is the big one. Um, we've already got our gang and the Xbox name for when Red Dead Online hits next month. Um, Ross Red named Dead the Kennedys. gang Red Dead Kennedys. You know, like band. It's a joke. So yeah, absolutely love it. But anyway, I'm gonna go and pee, and I'll pass you over to Andy, the fucking the the the, the secret outlaw of the West to out cowboy both me and Ross. Hello, Did you yeah. know I had this, Andy? Uh, I knew you had it about um, two days ago. Harry. Because of the Rockstar social app. Oh, you when, dick. When You're I in my gang on when, when I connected into that on the uh, on the like, on the like app to, to my yeah. PlayStation, yeah. I was like, Ali's bought this game. I know he has. And like went and looked to your profile and it's like, yep, Ali's unlocked an achievement in Red Dead 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've tried so carefully as well. And I'm like, he's going to uh, know that I've got this as well. <laughs> I didn't. You, you you got us. You're you're the real Sundance kid. Because I, I did play in off offline mode on play, PlayStation Four just in case you were you were looking. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. To be honest, I wouldn't have looked in PlayStation Four. Like, but I knew. yeah. Lastly, the best way I play turn the map off and have your tablet sitting with the map. I just love playing that way because you get the full screen effect. Don't like first person. Don't like it. Yeah, first yeah, person mode. I tried to do first person mode, and I didn't really, I didn't really enjoy it that way. Like it felt like um, a bit like how I felt GTA V's first person mode was. It just felt too shoehorned into the whole thing. Um, but yeah, um, uh, just before we get on to your thoughts, Andy, just one more thing for me, just for the viewers. Like obviously, yeah, being a long time Western fan, uh, Western fan. Uh, what I'm loving about the you know this kind of situation and the era that the the game is in you really do get this sense of desperation from not just dutch but from the rest of the gang where everybody knows that their time is coming to an end mm. and it's just that desperation via their like the way they're talking the way that dutch is trying to kind of keep everybody going keep everyone up and about but you just feel this idea where like even because you know that it's about to end so you know that everything they're doing is basically for nothing, but it still gives you that sort of like sense of urgency to try and get as much done as possible. And not in terms of gameplay or anything at all, but just in terms of just like being in that character. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I think that Red Dead Redemption, the original one, should have been set like in this, uh, you know, in 1886, I think it is, that this is set in. And then I think Red Dead Redemption is 1903, I think, right. maybe. I might have been, or 1896, I think, anyway. But I, yeah, I really, I really enjoy this desperation that the gang is having, knowing that everything's closing in from the West. You know, you always hear bits pieces kind of going, oh, we were supposed to be riding out West, but we're, we're back here, and you, you know that everything's closing in. Uh, on the people and I that's what I really enjoy about the western uh, not just in games and, and TV and film but you know in, in history itself mm. I really enjoy kind of reading up about that idea where where folk who thought that they controlled the west 
are you know are slowly being pushed back because of civilization basically you know it's pretty yeah cool. yeah it's what but, i found was weird like it was early on in, in the game like uh the this guy gives you a camera i'm <laughs> like what the fuck a camera like okay yeah yeah like, and it's just that like, kind of clash between civilization and the outlaw or the yeah, like, the kind of wild even, west and even that train like you look at that the train and it's like okay like this is all like a nice train and stuff like that and you can see like the technology is coming along it's coming along and coming into mm-hmm. this world and these people are like not they're <coughs> not, like, not technological people particularly and no, well, it's, that's it's see them, yeah it's weird to see them like coming from like the wild west mm-hmm. essentially into the, like the whole these civilized areas where there's people like with fucking cameras and like yeah all the train like coming from that. the east to the west via yeah. so i have to ask one thing to you is uh, both uh, before we get into andy's thoughts which i'm really intrigued to find out about because i understand that you're not one for westerns um for me uh, that was the first big decision in the game is obviously once you've uh, robbed the train and you get told, oh, you've got your three guys oh, left. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do with them? You you can either send them back in the train or you can deal with them the way you're going to deal with them. How did you deal with those guys? <laughs> okay, so I am... Um, see, I find it very difficult playing the bad guy. Um, so I put them on the train and then drove the train myself and then told them told them that I just jumped off the train and the train was yeah. kept going. Like that's what I done. I didn't shoot them or anything, but like part of me is like this gang was notorious and like the way John Marston talked about it in our Red Dead Redemption is like, should I play it the canon way where I was just this evil bastard that they shot everybody and asked no questions. But then like later on when you're doing the sort of uh, debt collecting missions, like there was a guy that was like begging me to stop and I just kept threatening him and then when I got back to the camp the guy the German guy which is weird that he's there he seems like something out of like um, Captain America he um, <laughs> he's he's just like oh you, you should have been more forceful and he would have paid you like totally disappointed me in it and I, I was like but I didn't really want to start beating on this guy that I've just knocked down with one punch but yeah I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have to switch my play style up a wee bit and play a wee bit rough and ready like you know I'm still playing it in the sort of oh I'm in trouble in town I better not do anything mm-hmm. like I've not robbed anyone yet I've not stuck anybody up apart from like the tutorials it's just like no no I'll play civil I'm a good cowboy blah 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 um <laughs> Yeah, I, I I did think that before the show. I was actually thinking the same question as you, Ross. Like yeah. earlier on, like I wonder how the guys done it. But like for me, it's 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 a difficult choice in these games. Every game, like even Mass Effect and stuff, I always play the good guy. I find it difficult being a dick the entire game. I don't know why. I don't know what it is because I'm what, a dick in real life. So <laughs> what about yourself, Andy? Um, yeah, so I did the same as what Ali did. I, I let the guys uh, let the guys live. They got back on the train, and then I. What, what made the train go and then jumped off it um, which is kind of like when that train gets to the, the stop like is it going to stop like what the fuck you know is it going to keep going because they're not in the they they're not in the, like the driver's compartment yeah they could jump off it but yeah I don't know but yeah I mean those guys like I mean they weren't part of the like the Driscoll it's, gang it's the same with the Driscoll gang guy Kieran he's now part of my gang but you're not killing yeah, him I left him alive yeah I like that because like um, and I don't oh, know I've not got that bit guys well, it's, it's, it's very. The it's, it's the first mission. Yeah, you're already. Because I, I, I lassoed him, brought him back, beat him up a wee bit, and then and then we moved on to the next bit. That's and then we got told, oh, you need to go down to their yeah, like yeah, hideout. See that guy? You could have killed him, like 
Well, yeah, you get the choice to kill him at the snow. Oh, right. Oh, well, I've not killed him then. Yeah, because he says... He said, they ask you what you want to do with him, and you end up saying, take, right. take so you him You either lasso him and bring him back, or yeah. you could just yeah. kill him. Right, yeah. okay, okay. Well, it's funny you should mention the train thing, right? Because, just like yourselves, <laughs> I was in a bit of a dilemma. I was kind of going, well, hang on a minute. If I put them back in the train and let the train go, they might, you know... Grash in. Send out, yeah, grasses in, and then it means that later on down the thing's going on. So I was really kind of going, oh, you know what? I can deal with that later on, so I'm just going to fire them all on the train, right? And then just as I was kind of figuring it all out, the mm. door opened, and I got such a fright when I heard my flat door open, that I accidentally hit right trigger and killed one of the guys. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, one of them's dead. May as well kill the other two. So I ended up just executing them on the train, sent the train away with the dead bodies. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh well, may as well fight my hat now. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, so yeah, that was me. And then I didn't know about honor system until hmm. after I did that. And then I paused the game, went in the progress just to check some stuff. And I thought, what's this honor system about? And I read it, but I didn't see anything different. But at the time, I was kind of going, oh no, is this going to be like Fallout with karma, like good karma and evil karma? So I thought, well, I've done that now, well, may as well please an evil guy. The, the, the thing <laughs> is, they do remember you like in the town. Um, every time you do something bad, they're like, I hope you're not back to cause trouble and like strangers, yeah. you know, that do the random missions come to you and say like, beat it and you, you have to kind of defuse the situation or he starts. The most annoying thing is like I was dr- running past a couple of dress schools in the town and I stopped stupidly and they started like beating me up, and I jumped my horse. They started shooting me. The sheriff did nothing to them, but the minute I turn around and kill them, this kind of drew me out of the game. I'm like, hold on, I, I'm just shooting back in retaliation, and the sheriff's like coming after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the thing with the address goals, right? Because like, I do like this idea, you yeah, Andy, but like in real, um, uh, in real life. Uh, like actual Western history, there was the Hatfields and McCoys, and uh, the Hatfields yep. and McCoys are uh, a massive family feud. So, see, when I hear about their Driscolls and our gang, I was kind of like, "Oh, well, hang on a minute, this is this is actually like you know, I, I kind of like historical. nod to the, yeah. the historical thing of the Hatfields and McCoys." So now that you mentioned that, Ali, I'm actually now really intrigued to see how it all fits in with their Driscolls because. I was actually quite kind of like sitting there, kind of going, "Oh, I can see Dutch like proper, like being more like prideful and and sending the gang down a specific path just because he wants to take out the the main guy, the Driscoll's type idea." So, well, that's definitely what drives them. I get that from. Yeah, but yeah, um, on at the end of that, uh, I'll need to head off because. Uh, the last thing you guys want is uh, a drunken girlfriend coming in and shouting and blaring, so <laughs> better head off. No worries. So. Well, thanks for joining us, Rod. Hey, anytime, anytime at all. I'll let you know. Now that I'm working kind of weird shifts when I might finish at 10 o'clock and if nothing's happening, then... Uh, so we'll pencil you in for April. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> April 2030. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was great to be back on and same listeners, thank you very much for listening to me uh, rant and rave and I hope you have a good show. Cheers, man. Bye, Ross. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. So, so I've got some interesting things to say about this game. 
cool. <laughs> okay, um, so first of all, I, I don't think it's the best looking game I've ever seen, but uh, you're playing it on a PS4 Pro. Oh yeah, it's not no, true. I, I get that, and like I, I'm playing on a 4K TV and stuff like that with the HDR and all that. Um, it's as good as you can get from it. Yeah. I think it's as good as I can get from that. However, there is other games that I've played um, more recently that are better optimized, optimized for the system and look better. Like, Spider-Man looks better. Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, looks better. Uh, maybe Assassin's Creed, but I don't think Spider-Man did look better to me because of the comic book graphics. Like, the I mean, the, way, the way they did it kind of realistic, this kind of outdoes it for me. Like, I'm playing it with... Um, like, see, it's not diluted. Like the, if you compare the, like, these characters to, like, the the real life characters so like Mary Jane like Peter Parker yeah, and yeah these those, those ones she's still kind of cartoonish they've got comic book there's an there's definitely an art style to it but I mean uh. these guys have got a bit of an art style too but I would say that this game doesn't look quite as good I mean it's not far below it but like not quite as good for me um, that's a pit that's a, you're playing it on <laughs> I'm playing it on not the lead platform let's see yeah yeah. Right, and and on X, I would, yeah, I would, I would say it almost certainly does look better. And like from the comparisons I've seen, yeah, okay, it looks just a wee bump up better, which might make a difference with it. But um, nice. Um, but yeah, uh, I've really dug the story actually, which is something that I didn't think I would get into whatsoever. Um, because it's, I don't like fucking cowboys <laughs> really at all. I mean, I'm familiar with fat food and McCoys and stuff like that. I've read up about them just from. When I was unemployed, you read up about all that, all that shit. Like I looked at all these like historical things. I'm like, oh, where can I go next? I've read about Egypt. I've read about ancient Greece. Um, I'll read about cowboy times. And like I'm familiar with like the capital and McCoy and stuff like that. And I didn't really well, remember that until just now. But do you want to know something? I had two show notes for this week. One was for if Ross came on. One was for if he didn't. And then when he said he was coming on, I didn't believe him he was coming on. So I went with show notes B. Like I actually sat and watched Deadwood, Hell on Wheels, Unforgiven, Fistful of Dollars. Like honestly, I wanted to have a whole cowboy show just to really annoy you. Uh, this all planned out. <laughs> and then like Ross said he wasn't coming on to later, and I went, okay, I can still slip some things in. I kind of thought. <laughs> I knew I you just, were. To, I, knew, I mean, I already knew you were, you'd played this game, so yeah. I knew that's why you were talking about Deadwood. I'm like, yeah, but I was trying. To, I was trying to hide it because I didn't know you knew, and I'm saying everything bar the word cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> it's very. It's a very good show, though. Like it's 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 the one to watch while you're playing this. Um, yeah. But I'm sending you a couple of graphical screenshots from just playing my telly, and as you can see, like um, the. The colour in the bottom one, right, is obviously, like, it's a more colourful scene because there's a fire in the mm. cold place. But yeah. see the one outside? Like, it's kind of duller and washed out because I've put it on cinematic, which, to me, it looks more realistic. So I don't know why, but, like, it just it just is better to me. Maybe Spider-Man on the PS4 Pro does look better. I'll say that also from my point of view. But mm. Xbox One X is the lead platform, and it, it's just it's an outstanding-looking game. Like, the, the way it goes from gameplay into cutscene, like, it doesn't have cutscene graphics. Obviously, it just blends in. Um, it, it's not quite as seamless as they made it out to be, like, uh, when I was reading up on this game, but it is pretty bang on at some points where it's like you're shooting somebody and it instantly goes to them hitting the deck and somebody running out the house and it's the story part um, yeah. but yeah so anyway. I think that uh, God awarded that transitional thing better for me um, for, for those type of things where the, you went straight from gameplay into cutscene and it was almost completely seamless um, th- this game is this game reminds me God of God of War is not 8. open world 
Uh, God of War is and open world. It's just, God of War is not open world like this. And it no, it's not. Not, it's as, not, not as big. Definitely I've as big. Played it. It's not as big. Neither Spider Man. No, no, it's not. But um, but this reminds me of Final Fantasy VIII, right? So do you remember in it Final Fantasy It reminds you of to... Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. So when it goes to a cutscene, right, and you can still move your character about a wee bit in it. Yeah, So yeah. that's what this is. Because like, there's some points where it's like, oh, you need to walk, but it's got the bars and it's like, I'm waiting for like the cutscene to continue. And I'm like, oh, I need to actually move here. And it reminded me yeah. of that. Yeah. It's not really a bad thing, but it just <laughs> I forgot that I had to move because I thought it was in a cutscene. I'm like... This cutscene's taking fucking ages to like get into. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can move, right? Okay. Um, but yeah, like I've, I have, like I say, I've enjoyed the story. And I've enjoyed the, I've enjoyed the shooting, the dead eye mechanic. I, I really like. Um, I, I'm not particularly great at like this type of shooting game, so I appreciate the auto aim. That's totally fine by me. Um, and with the dead eye added on, like it makes the shooting battles quite fun. Um, yeah. So that's that. That's that. There's a couple of elements of the game though that I really don't like, which are which are definitely impacting on my enjoyment of the game massively, because I, I'm enjoying going and doing the missions, and I think the actual missions when you do them are really good. Like uh, I, I did the same mission as what you did, the debt collection one, mm-hmm. and I had a to- totally different outcome from you with that one. Because guys, like, oh, you need to go and speak to this guy, and it was uh, the guy that I went and spoke to was a Polish guy. Was that the same guy that you spoke to? He's German. No, the guy that gives you the missions is German. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah but like the the guy, the guy that he was telling me to go and collect the debt from was so, Polish. Did he stay in a farm and he said, "I've got a family," and then they say he's out. No. Uh, well, I, I did tell him he didn't give me any money, but the guy didn't give me any trouble when I went back. When I went back after him, because he was the second guy that I did though, and um, the first guy that I went and spoke to was a Polish guy, and like I kind of beat him up a wee bit, and then he oh was, yeah, like, and you searched his house. Yeah, I searched his house, but like he stood back against this like cabinet, and I'm like. He's hiding something in that fucking cabinet. So I wanted to get him to move, and I accidentally shot him and killed him and failed the mission. Um, but then it just reloaded it. Um, and then I sh- like accidentally shot again, but I missed him, and he moved out of the way. And like I went and searched the cabinet, and his wedding ring was in this cabinet. So, like, I oh, I didn't get his- that. Yeah. So, like, I, I found a pocket watch, and, like- and he went, please don't take this. And I'm like, yeah. I'm having this pocket watch, mate, and then I buggered off. Yeah, but he started going mental. Like when I took the when I took the the wedding ring, he's like, no, 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 don't take my ring, don't take my ring. Um, I was like, no, I'm taking it, <laughs> and it just robbed all the shit. And it's like, okay, you've got enough now, you can leave. And I just went and took everything that I could find in the house. <laughs> like I'm just having all your stuff, mate. That's it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, if you if you do kill him, then it like it fails you the mission, which I thought was strange because like because it does because. give you that choice in other missions. Like, yeah. oh, you can kill these guys or let them live. So why does it matter if I kill this guy now that I've got? The, yeah, the debt off the that's a weird one that would annoy me because it should go in the- yeah it was, I'd have been okay with that um, there's a couple other times where like I failed a mission for like a stupid reason that was not me dying or anything like that so like um, on the train um, you know you jump onto the train with uh, with Lenny uh-huh. So like I'm just I'm just going around making my way up the train like uh, I tried it like a couple of different ways so like I, I and did he get it. shot and you failed the mission because that happened he jumped yeah. up before me yep yeah, that happened like three times. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why can you? So you had so see by the th- it happened to me three times as well. Yeah, in front of him and shooting the guys I knew were there first and jumping ahead of him because every time I let him go first, which the game kind of pushes you to do. Yeah, he gets up first and the guy shoots him straight away and it's like mission failed. He died and I'm like, why? Why should this fail my mission? Because he died. Like the game should have with that and 
Jeez, that's what I, I felt. I thought that I thought that as well. Like, okay, well, like the like they should have made him like a killable character at that point, yeah. so that you could say like, oh, this this guy he could be with you. Yeah, he could. Well, I, I don't know. There's a couple of missions that I've done with him. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, definitely you, know that, you know, those are skippable, right? And like so, so many things to right. You do the white missions before the yellow, because the white missions disappear. And like so, sometimes a character's mission will go, and you will never be able to do it again. So you won't be able to have that storyline branch with the character, which is annoying. So what, what I've been confused about is I don't know what the main mission is, like it's in this game. No, no, but like the, the 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 yellow mission, some of them seem like a side mission. Like okay, right, you need to go and do the debt collection, and they come up. Have you yellow. met his ex-girlfriend yet and saved the kid? Eh, uh, no, I haven't done that. Right, so his ex-girlfriend's in it, and like her. <laughs> Her brother ran away and, like, he, it's, like, year long. And, like, her brother's, like, with this crazy cult on a hill. Mm. And, like, I've seen some dodgy bit. You know the Ku Klux Klan are basically in this game as well. Right, okay. And you, you can see them in a wood and they've got torches and stuff. But, like, mm. I get what you mean. The main storyline to me to be just, um, I think, because it's trying to be different from GTA, there's no big storyline. It's just a case of survive and, like... Yeah, you d- I don't know if Arthur's going to survive the one. Um, the ones in Red Dead One that survived were Bill Williamson, which I found weird working with him because he was the guy that kind of like um, you had to bring back your wife and kids were going to get killed, and then you had to fight Dutch at the end. But I've not got that far, obviously. Um, but like, it's the, the weird transition. Like for me, is John Marston being this side character, and it's fine. But I, I, I get what you mean. There's no like here's the main narrative either that or I've not had because from what I hear to finish it fast you're talking 50 to 60 hours without side quests I mean I'm I'm 10% in and I've done like 6 hours and I haven't yeah, done really any side quests so yeah I can see that yeah. well that, that that's probably the biggest problem with the game though it's really slow like mm. and everything you do makes it slower which is I just bizarre this, I don't mind it because Ellie and War because yeah. remember the driving area Oh shit to drive anywhere so I always trip skipped. Uh, you can yeah. do that in this as well once you the map at the base you can just jump to places right and I'm trying not to open that because I'm quite enjoying just sometimes galloping through the countryside finding random events going hunting a wee bit and I hate hunting in games as you know but I'm quite enjoying it in this like have you fought the legendary bear yet have you been to that mission uh, nope uh, because no. I fucking hated the hunting so anything that is to do with right. hunting if, if I can skip it I'm skipping it because like mm. I did that first hunting mission where it's like hunt this deer like, okay, cool. Hunt, tried to hunt the deer. Like, I missed the shot, and, like, the deer ran away. And I just couldn't find it again. And, like, it's I spent, like... I, I mean, I did the dead eye mode, but, like, it wasn't, like... It was still kind of wobbly. Um, But it was a good half an hour I spent in that mission. Like, easy. I know that just try to find this one to... fucking deer. Well, the bear one's not bad. You basically learn better than that and then the bear just more or less attacks you and you get the choice go back to base or stay and hunt the bear and I chose to stay and hunt the bear but then your issue becomes at that stage in the game if you're doing that mission like in the, the way it goes then the tracker isn't open to give the pelt to yet unless you've right. done it in the base so I had to look it up and there's a tracker in the middle and I had to like cinematic mode put it on there and to be fair, I didn't. I get shot at a couple of times by the Driscolls, but I got there and I sold it to them. But then it's like I have to go all the way back now. So, mm-hmm. I, I, but I don't mind that because do you not know, remember GTA? 
GTA 5's like that as well uh, do you not remember like you can't exactly skip all the time sometimes I would change to another character just to get to a place quicker hmm. um, I don't I, I don't like that there's no fast travel back to the base because like there you is, to go back to the base all the there time is, there is that's what I'm telling you there is because <laughs> have you been to the have you unlocked everything you upgrade so Right, you upgrade Dutchie's cabin, and yep. then you upgrade your cabin, and the second option to that is um, fast travel on the map for um, Arthur. Yes, but you can only fast travel away from the base then. You can't fast travel back to it. It doesn't let you do that. So Have it's you like unlocked a it? Trip. Uh, no, no, but I've read up about it because I was like, how the fuck? Why is there no fast travel? Where's the button to fast travel? But you can fast travel. There's places close to your base. Yeah, but you, start, you can't tra- fast travel directly back into the base, which is You can annoying. travel you to Valentine. It's a need, minute away. <laughs> you need to do that, like, cinematic... No, it's five minutes away, easy. It's I mean, you need to do that, like, You must have cinematic. a slow horse. I got there. I, I did... I... Or horse from something and something else. So, so what, like, I'm still on the basic horse right now. The Tennessee walker. Uh, yeah. Whatever yeah. the first horse you get is. And it hasn't died or anything yet. Um... But yeah, like, uh, I actually don't mind the horse that much. Like, it's fast enough, and it's a lot faster than the horse was in Red Dead 1, because that's the yes. biggest I had with that. It was fucking ridiculous. So, so. This is kind of like I'm... going on a slow motorbike, I would say, which is fine. Um, yeah. But the the biggest problem for, the, for me is that the game, the controls are garbage. Absolute Just, garbage. Yeah, when you're on... Think when you're on that horse and when you're like walking about as just a guy it is far too easy to bang into people and if you bang into anybody like that's it fucking you're you're Warrants. pretty much yeah, dead if you're that. in town and that's just annoying like I don't I don't mind paying off the bounty but like you would think that if you bang into somebody they might go oh watch it brother like that's something like that and if you've then banged into them again then alright fair enough like within quick succession or if you go and punch them or whatever then I alright fair enough but it's a it's a fight. It's an unarmed combat. Okay, but me just like accidentally banging into somebody like that's not fucking. Or, that or really like is... I said earlier, the dog road and the horse tramples it by accident. It's like well, exactly. keep, your, keep your dog by your side. Don't send the sheriff after me. And then it's like yeah, okay, you can chase after the witness. But see, half the time by the time you you get down from your horse and that animation's done, the guys the guys grasped you already. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that that shit bugs me. It totally is like immersion breaking because like the rest of the AI stuff seems pretty good, um, especially with the companions and stuff like that. Apart from that Lenny guy for the beginning, um, but yeah, that shit was just really weird. And especially because like other times, it's like, oh, you want to get into a first fight here, like in the pub and stuff. Like yeah. there's a mission where you have to get in a first fight, and, and you get drunk. Nobody, is that the right nobody, one? Yeah, and you, and you get in a, you get drunk and stuff like that. But nobody cares. They're like, and then it goes oh. into a first first person PM side. See, I was already in fourth person mode, so I didn't see that it was a transition. Yeah, but it like, transitions, see, so <laughs> suddenly you're out the back taking a pee, and I'm like, what, you know, and I'm down, and the pee coming out, and I'm like, oh, right. See, and uh, see that? Like, see when you look down? He's got no dick. This guy has no dick. Yeah. This, this is a woman. <laughs> You're playing as a woman, which is really weird. Um, but I don't understand why they did that. Like, they could have left it in third person and left it vague. <laughs> putting it in first person like draws more attention to it but I don't know um, but yeah like that mission was very strange like we were just wandering about drunk try to, especially like when you're looking for your pal and like everybody then starts looking like your pal yeah like, what the fuck um, but yeah I mean Grand Theft Auto has always done like weird things like that like in GTA 5 remember there's a mission where uh, I think it's Trevor or no no it's uh, Michael ends up off his tits on drugs and he shoots aliens 
yeah, and he shoots at aliens and stuff like that. But I, I mean, that's fine. Like in it's back still in a those days, game. There's going to be the... it's going to be weird things like that. I think you know? they should have. I think they should have went all in and early no did it. They didn't have not that I can remember quirks like that. Like I think the only Easter eggs was like John Marston's hat and a bin and stuff like that. But like uh, they should have went all in in the real and not done like missions like the drunk like that like I'm not saying that, it's, that the game's wacky at all by any means you have to go looking for that sort of stuff but it's a bit like when Far Cry 5 seems so realistic mm. and then all of a sudden the guy gets beamed up by the aliens and it's like mm, what yeah. why are you doing that like fair enough I'll ignore that blip but yeah I, I don't th- some of the things in this game it, it wants to pull away from Grand Theft Auto and don't get me wrong I think this game is looks better and I hope the story continues the way it is and it could be my favourite Rockstar game after GTA 5 um, but like it's, it's there's just it, they should have went more in the realism I think I, I know that's 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 petty because I'd say it's probably 90% realism in this game but I think, the, I think the that's GTA stuff much, like realism yeah. in it to be honest like, see with the, yeah because yeah, you know how you've got the cores You've got to maintain at all times, so like you've got your. Like, That's what I mean. Get rid of that. Shit. I don't. Like, I don't. I like, get rid of all those options. Yeah, That's I don't like I mean. that. And like, there was a mission. Like, I'm on the way to go and see. I forget the guy's name, but he's in jail in like some other town far further away. And like, I've I just went to that town. I'm using the cinematic fast travel type technique, ignoring all the things on the way. Um, because I don't care about all the side things. Like, I I, I want to know the story, like for. This group of like cowboys. The story's long enough anyway. <laughs> which which I'm I'm cool with, and like that's the way that I'm going to probably choose to play most of the game. But like along the way, it's like your horse is dirty. I'm like what? My horse is dirty. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> what about? You have to brush the horse, and then it's like, like, I thought that was your cool. horse. Yeah, like, you can just run it through a river. I'm like, what? <laughs> My horse will die. There's another about? bit where your gang won't to you if you're too smelly like I had to clean a guy's um, pig farm out um, it was one of the you know the gunslinger guy and uh, I, I beat him at the gunslinger and then I get back and comment and have a smell so I had to go to the hotel and get a bath and then yeah. that was it yeah it's weird it's weird that this is like because I didn't think it would be like this at all because like it was never something I associated with Red Dead like because this is these are fucking survival game elements like 100% yeah, yeah. like it's, if I was playing like Fallout point. Like in survival it's, mode, then I alright, fair enough. But like, it's, I don't, I, I don't like get this in Red Dead. I thought it was like a, I thought it was a third person cowboy action game, like GTA, but in the Wild West. But then it's got all these like survival elements. Like, oh, you need to go and get all these pelts and get this food and like give money to the the camp and all that sort of shit. And I'm like, oh, this is not really the game that I thought it was. <laughs> Which is yeah, weird. I'm still enjoying like like bits of it, like. I do like the story and uh, like the shooting mechanics and stuff like that are uh, are really fun. Um, but yeah, like all that that realism shit. I wish I could turn that off. And, like there doesn't seem to be a way to do that because I would happily make, put it onto like GTA mode if you want. GTA yeah. mode sort of thing. Yeah, where, where I would like turn off all the survival elements and not have to worry about maintaining my horse or cutting my hair or like washing my guy well, and all that. I, I think it's I a good thing. That. I think it's a good thing that these are in it. Differentiate things, you know. Like, don't get me wrong. GTA forced you to get here. Do you know what I mean? For for specific missions, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, this is different. But for me, like, I would have got rid of things in the health bars and all that. Like, I like playing with all that off and just walking about. 
that's my favourite way to play it. Like you can see in this screenshot that I sent you on WhatsApp, like that's that's what my game looks like. And I use the map on my tablet. Like I've got my uh, yeah. Samsung tab sitting there. It's not as good in the phone because it's smaller, but I just like it sitting there and just trying to make my ways. If I've got a map sitting next to me, um, I just wish first person mode was a bit better. But it's it's still stuck in the GTA thing. But this is definitely an evolution from GTA Five because obviously GTA Five was a last gen game, so. The, the one big takeaway I got from this as well, um, not that I'm finished with the game by any means, but how fucking good is GTA 6 going to look when it finally arrives? Because you know it's going to come out in this gen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. GTA 6 will be next gen. I don't think... Do you, th- do you not think it'll be cross? I reckon it'll be cross. I think I mean, it'll it be may- like GTA 5 and it'll, it'll be cross. It, it might be, but like... Uh, Depends how soon we get next gen console. I mean, I think 2020 at the latest. Like, they may, might come next year. Well, you might be right then, but that that means that GTA 6 then, it, it wouldn't be crossed, but I, I've, just got a, I've just got a feeling GTA 6 has been worked on. You know fine mm. well. Oh, is. yeah, yeah um, for sure. Uh, so, other question before you go back into your... Mm. Are you going to keep this long enough to try the online section next month? Nope. I've got no interest in the online whatsoever. No. I didn't have any interest in the GTA online at all. I think this could be fun though having your own game. Yeah, and I mean, like I, I bought it on PS4 because cause I want to get the trophies on PS4, and I also wanted to keep it hidden from from you, so I yeah. could surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I got on PlayStation. And um, plus, like uh, the, the other deciding factor for me with PlayStation over Xbox for a game like this is that I've got the you've pro. You've got the pro, yeah. You've only and got an S, and, and I've only got an S. So, like, if I got it on Xbox One S, I'm getting an inferior experience to what I'm getting on Pro, even though yeah. that's still inferior to what you're getting on X mm-hmm. but I'm getting the best version that I can get and that's what I'll always pretty much yeah, do of course. like a multi-platform game like I, I want to get the best version that I can get that's what I do as well so it yeah. makes sense yeah and I mean if I had X would I buy it on, on Xbox? probably um, yeah but as I don't then uh, PS4 is, is where I go for that uh, but yeah I'll, I'll, I'm pretty sure that I'll see the story through as long as it doesn't get too annoying with the like bumping out people and shit like that and um, the bounties like so far are not too bad like in terms of the money because like you'll get an okay amount of money if you like, See, do a i'm struggling with that right i can't find money to right i i tried to do a bounty earlier when i ran over the dog right mm. and then I, I wasn't allowed in the sheriff's office even though what happened was if apparently in this game if nobody sees you or like they can't identify you then they don't know what you look like unless there's like a severe wanted poster up and stuff for you so so like they didn't see me right and i went up to the sheriff and just spoke to him and diffused the situation you know by pressing what will be circle i believe on the playstation or, or or square whatever option it is so i pushed that and he was like right fine don't let any more of this happen but then i went to go in his office to try and do a bounty and it said you cannot come because of your recent crimes and i'm like what because a dog ran in, a dog ran in front of me i'm not allowed to do good to make up for it that was annoying that was like oh, why that makes no sense like the guy said okay as long as i don't like run over any more dogs i suppose and then He's not allowing me to see the bounty board. I have to come back later, so I was like, "That that sucks." Yeah. Um, anyway, we better uh, wrap up because uh, the B team is coming on now. And now. Yeah, yeah cause the daylight, oh shit! Daylight savings. Shit! Have we cut into their time then? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Okay, so uh, apologies to the B team for joining us. 
Um, stay tuned for next week. Um, uh, we'll be back at the same time. Check out Twitter at 40 to level one for the poll and peace out, all games. Sorry, B team.